coming to you live from the movie event of the summer. It's the 10 Point Podcast Season 7 Pointy Woo! Awards. My name is Bruce and I am your host. And with me this evening, this evening <sighs> it. our answer to Barbie and Robert, Robert Oppenheimer themselves. First, he's making a very special cameo this evening. It's Chris. It's not cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, he's back after we have replaced him with AI all of Season 7. It's Andy. It does seem like it did AI. I definitely called yeah. in last season. Some of those quizzes where you can barely write, uh, read the quiz <laughs> that you wrote uh, was the giveaway that we had replaced you with AI, I think. Yes, hey, we are the 10-point podcast. It, it, it did work. Although there's one one or two quizzes went <laughs> off the rails. I should have done that. The top 10 best quizzes we had this year. I might remember that last <laughs> thing. 10-point podcast. Google the words 10-point podcast. You will find our website. And I've discovered in doing the pointies that our website and Apple podcasts are the best places to get all of our episodes in the one place. Yep. Because YouTube doesn't let us post the Snatch episode. Nope. And Spotify doesn't let us post the Just, Just Friends. Friends episode. <laughs> what? For some reason. Of all yeah. ones. That's a better. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, video versions are available on YouTube and Spotify, but not all of them from the last season. You have to kind of pick and choose. So I've told you which ones I are where. I Snatch because it could be used for the Just Friends. Games. Apparently, the Spotify had an issue with Just Friends. But... So- it was the same program, like it goes onto our website, it's Spotify's platform, but for some reason they just do not want to put it on their platform. And then episodes after it worked, episodes before it worked and stayed. Yep. It's so strange. Uh, anyway, uh, Google Template Podcast, you'll find us. Social media, Facebook, Twitter, both are dying slowly, but we're still on there. I posted <laughs> my reviews on Twitter, so have a look at them, they're the films I've seen this. Oh, time. we should get that new one. Oh, uh, Threads. Ah, it's just Thread it. I'll, I'll maybe start a Threads at some point, although I think it's it, it's not as good as Twitter. I yet. reckon after, after this point, we'll do Threads and OnlyFans. There we go. That'll be the best We've been it for a while. I don't want to get my titties out. <laughs> titties out. Just put your feet out, it'll be fine. Uh, either way, uh, that is everything we've done. That's where you'll find us. <laughs> and we're not going to do what we've watched in the, over the summer because we have got a hundred awards. I've well. All right, okay, Chris has watched nothing. I've got a hundred awards to get through. So on to the season seven pointy awards. Now you, much like many of us, have probably forgotten the twenty films we did this season. Totally because some have. of them feel like they were about ten years ago. I've mentioned a couple, obviously there. So as normal, we'll kick off the pointies with the, the moral of the story quiz to see if the lads <laughs> have learned the lessons. As cool. always, the format is as follows: Chris, you get asked a moral of the story from one of the films we did. That Andy said that was the lesson that he had learned. And then Andy gets the Chrissy's moral story. Yeah, really I remember half the films. I've got a, I've got a tiebreaker in mind, but it's not set up, so I may. I don't think if it really comes down, <laughs> maybe not, unless it's nil nil. I'll be surprised if we get one each year. <laughs> yeah. So we'll start off with Chris. You're first. This is Andy's moral story. Tell me which film it was. Some of these are very easy and they get hard. Some of these start medium and get hard. Uh, so you'll find it very soon. Chris, don't rig the Special Olympics. Oh, the Vinger. That was the ringer. You're right. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly thought that was last season. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these are like that. There's a couple that I'm like, oh my god, that doesn't feel like six months ago. Andy, beware of pig farmers. Oh. And this is, uh, in my mind, this is oh. the easiest one Chris did. <laughs> that's, that's the one with the uh, yeah, snatch. It is snatch. Yeah. It is one oh, one. Oh fucking hell! I was literally about to say rock and roller. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crawfish. Similar. Chris, lions are scared of snakes. 
All I can think of is, did we do Beast last season? We did do Beast, and it was Beast. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're right. I think it's the only film we did years ago. That was very near the beginning. Andy, <laughs> this is Chris. Chris is already difficult. I'm afraid. Oh, I'm sorry. Run, bitch, run was uh, Chris's moral of a story. Scream. It was not Scream. It was the Human Race. Oh, was, fuck. Which is mostly about running. So two oh, one. Chris. I never did that. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, always kiss on the first date. Just friends. Just friends. Very good. This is Andy is now paying for having uh, easy to guess morals of the story. Andy, Saturday morning cartoons are the best. That was the That's moral. Scream. That was not Scream either. Was that, that was Under Siege. Ah, oh, fuck it was. Because Tommy Lee it? Jones, he loves Saturday All morning. I've got is Matthew Lillard in my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, uh, uh, spoiler, Scream is an answer to one of these. So. All right, good. We did do Scream this season. Talk we did, in fact, do Scream, so bit of a help since you need to be a bit of help now. Chris, always check where your seat is. Oh, who sits on somebody? Yes, indeed. Who does sit? I want to say 80 for Brady. It wasn't 80 for Brady. Andy, do you remember which film that was? You don't get oh, a fucking clue. <laughs> that was A Shot at Glory. Oh, I shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. Andy. <laughs> If a man does not embrace his past, he has no future. <laughs> Fucking hell, Chris. Not yeah. easy. It's <laughs> a quote from the film. It? Yeah, it's a quote from the film, yeah. The Mummy Returns. Uh, yeah, a Mummy Returns, I'll give you that. Because... Uh, <laughs> Very good. Right, three, two. Chris, families need to stick together because they are stronger together. Fast. The New Furious. Wrong. It was fast ah. 10. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Andy, seeing is believing. The fuck is that bullshit? Uh, what do we do? What do we do? Seeing is believing. It's another line from the film, by the way. Something gangstery. Looking at Miss Lovin? Do we do that? It was not. That is not the correct answer. It was from Dust Till Dawn. So technically, ah. I guess. Uh, so we're still at three. I forgot that was this season. Still at three, two. <laughs> hey, Chris, gambling is bad. Lucky number seven. Correct. Thanks. Good luck. Andy, always double check who you are texting. What's the moral of the story? Chris scream. is going to explain this one. It was not scream. It was not scream. <laughs> Damn it. Solid guess, though. Chris, why was that Den of Thieves? Oh, because um, I remember Jared Butler texts the wrong woman and he texts his wife saying, oh, last night was great. I had a grateful time. That's right. You're right. Okay. Okay. Correct. Uh, so I thought that was two. last season. Yeah, I know. How long have you been doing this? <laughs> well, uh, Chris, if it says based on a true story, I probably won't like it. That was Andy's moral story. <laughs> What? Oh, uh, the Strangler one. Uh, Boston Strangler. Boston Strangler, you're correct. I think you basically won it. It's going to be close to that. man fucking Billy's here. But only because it's hard. The thing is that he's just set across, popped up in a movie, and I forgot we did it this season. I should have kept that relation. Anyway, uh, next one. Winning is winning, Andy. I think I like from the film again. 
A for Brady? It was not. Oh, was, that was, that's Fast and the Furious. That's the Fast and the Furious. Oh, oh, Chris, yes. that our mile women's winning. Chris, don't go to LA. It's shite. Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. You're right. Uh, uh, Andy, take sleep seriously. Hey? <laughs> Chris is impossible. Uh, what other, other films have we done? Scream. <laughs> no, wrong. <laughs> Again, nice. that was 80 for Brady. I'm not sure about the context. What? Take sleep seriously. That's bullshit, Chris. Oh, does that, is it maybe because she's adopted herself up to those pills? That's the only thing I can think of. Maybe. Again, it might have been a link from the film again. I don't remember. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, Chris, and you've won now, Chris. Let's just tidy up. Never leave your room. Scream? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to keep guessing Scream, aren't you? Cube was Never Leave Bye. Your Room. Oh, I forgot. Okay, I thought that was last year. <laughs> Andy, sex is a great conversation changer. Oh. I'm still saying scream. Ah, fuck it, scream. It's not a scream. Alien 3 is that one. Fuck. Oh, oh yeah. It's fucking Charles Dance, isn't it? Uh, final two questions. What Don't bang other people's mums. <laughs> that was that the moral of a film. Oh, scream. It was. That's in fact. Yeah. Scream has finally come up. I can't Meaning Andy is out of answers, unfortunately, for his final question, which is my favourite moral of the story. Chris said this about one of our films. Women will stop you living your dreams. It was Chris's moral of the story. The fuck hell did he do that? Uh, so space Oddity? It was, in fact, Space Oddity, so you got the last one. So. Don't know where you pulled that from, because I completely forgot what the last film was. Process of elimination, I reckon. It's what I mean, film had come like, up to you. I told you said, I had no idea that was a film we did. <laughs> so that is all 20 films. Chris comfortably uh. one more, so I don't need to use my tiebreaker. Tie uh, yes, there are the 20 films I've done. Some feel like they were decades ago. Yep. Some have forgotten everything that happened. Now, every film is represented uh, in terms of nominations, from the best to worst. Everything has got a few nominations here. Every award is a maximum of eight nominations, apart from our first award of the evening. Best song. I think we judge this basically on however we feel like judging it. It can be how it fit into the film, if we like the song itself, what it means to us, blah, blah, blah. 11 nominees. The guys have got all the nominations so they can look at them. As we go through them, the nominees, best song, Angel by Massive Attack in Snatch. Axel F by Harold Faltermeyer from Beverly Hills Cop. Dark Knight by The Blasters from Dust Till Dawn. From, from Dust Till Dawn. Debonair by Dope. Fast and the Furious, Forgiveness by Samantha James, I by Anna Faris in Just Friends, Highway Tune by Greta Van Fleet from Den of Thieves, the one. theme, the theme from Magnificent Seven from The Ringer, <laughs> Nowhere to Run by Martha and the Vandellas from The Boston Strangler, Red Right Hand by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds from Scream, Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix from Under Siege, and The Warrior by Scandal featuring Patti Smith. <laughs> from 84 Brady. I will not run through all of them again. That's all living. It'll never be that long again. We always go alphabetically. We always go bronze, silver, gold. I, I've mentioned to the lads, we'll do honourable mentions if we feel like it as well. And we'll work out who the winner is. Andy, what's your bronze, silver, gold? And right. why are you picking them? I'm going to strain for an honourable mention. Just, mm -hmm. just misses out in the bronze. 
I'm going to do Forgiveness in Just Friends because that was a proper banger of an original song sung by Anna Ferris. Mm-hmm. However, going straight into songs that I just feel like fit the film is kind of my theme this time. Okay. I'm going for Bronze, Dope in the Fast and Furious because that's, right. that's just an upbeat banger. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going Silver, Red Right Hand in Scream because that's, that's a banger and use well on that bit. However, there can only be one. Gold, Axel F, because it is the ultimate banger. The, the ultimate banger. It is. It's up there with Mortal Kombat in the top five movie soundtrack songs of all time. Awesome. Big, big claim, but if Crazy Frog can bring it back, anybody can bring it back. Was Crazy Frog was number one, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, oh. for a long-ass time. And then, then Family Guy, and then it was everywhere. I'll go next, so oh, basically. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> it's very this is one of the hardest ones i think because all the songs are all very different uh and there's one i very much want to get in as well so i'm gonna have to get oh i'm, I'm gonna break it immediately because there's two honorable mentions for me ah. dark knight from dust till dawn that has to be honorably mentioned because i think it's a great song and then voodoo child by Jimi hendrix that's the song on its own is really good. Oh, um, the fact you've not put so, it in top three, that is but it's scandalous. Yeah, but I'm uh, not, uh, in, in bronze, I'm going Forgiveness by Samantha James from Just Friends because Anna Faris was amazing in that film. And the fact that the, the song grows throughout <laughs> the whole film and at the very end you get the full version of the credits. Uh, my silver, what oh, am I going for silver? Oh, it's Red Right Hand by Nick Cave because I always thought that was just the, the music from Scream. I didn't realize it was an actual song. Yeah. And then when I found it, it was an actual song. Oh my God, it's an actual song. Sure my number one is. As well. Oh, yeah, it probably is. It shows up what was an actual song. And Dumb and Dumber. To me, <laughs> right, it wasn't a film of Dumb. Axel F, Beverly Hills Cop. It, like Andy says, it is one of the movie soundtrack songs ever. So it gets my gold. Chris. Well, brace yourself, it's going to blow this thing wide open. <laughs> I've got an honourable mention as well. Uh, it wasn't even in the list. It was, I swear, awful one, because I think that is 10 times better than I Anna Farris's. Well, on the Just Friends episode, you got argued down and we said for yeah, yeah. better. That was the other rule, of course. Every film could only have one nominee per category. That's the whole point uh, of the, the episode. My actual list, though, is Bronze is Angel by Massive Attack, because I really like that song. A silver is Debonair by Dope. Because oh. I, I told you I'm going to blow this thing wide open. My gold is Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. Right, okay. All three absolute bangers that I've got on my playlist already. <laughs> you not like yeah. Axel F, you monster? Because if a fucking crazy frog can ruin it for me, I don't want to hear it again. That's because the crazy frog has ruined it. I can't hear That's it a... without that ding, ding. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Frog. Uh, it's still the winner, unfortunately, Chris, is Axel F by Beverly, well, from Beverly Hills Cop, is the winner of Best Song. I forgot to read out the previous winner of the Best Song. I've got all that information. So the previous winners, New Order, yes, the Blood Rave, Seal, Ramstein, Johnny Cash, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then, I, I can't remember the name of the band, but Bad Boys, Bad Boys, what you going to do that one last yeah. time? And now Axel F by Harold Faltermeyer. Yeah, well, that's that's an eclectic, that could be like a best of album, that. You will find out. My playlist. <laughs> I can read out all of the previous winners of all our awards, and they're yes, all we the most eclectic 
the most eclectic mix of everything and everything. They don't, they don't do this in the proper Oscars where suddenly it's like, oh, it's a really shit Oscars this year compared to, look at all the previous winners. Yeah, exactly. Okay, then, best supporting. They have that at the Oscars. So best supporting. We do not uh, separate males and females and all that sort of stuff. So it's everybody is best supporting. Previous winners. Previous winners. Dave Batista, Robert Downey Jr., Steve Martin, Gary Sinise, Harrison Ford, and G.W. Bailey. Now that is a mixture. Uh, old male. Uh, that was a good one. Nominees. Anna Faris, the aforementioned from Just Friends. Charles S. Dutton in Alien 3. David Hewlett from Cube. Drew Barrymore in Scream. Harvey Keitel from Dust Till Dawn. John Cena in Fast 10. Rachel Weiss from My Mummy Returns. And Vinnie Jones in Snatch. That's me to go first this time. Uh, and I have, this is hard. I mean, every category. Like, there's one or two have a clear winner, but the majority of them are like there's like four or five that should win. I've really struggled. I have definitely got a gold medal in this one. I know who my gold is, so I might as well start. I will start with my gold because Anna Faris deserves to be best supporting. She took that film and ran with it in Just Friends, so she's my gold. I really don't know what to do with bronze and stuff. I think John Cena. I, let, I enjoyed him in Fast Ten, so I'm going to give him a bronze. My silver, out of the ones listed, I wasn't that impressed with them two. I'm down to these two, and I'll go, because Drew Barrymore's only in the beginning of the film, Harvey Tail gets my silver, but I'm not entirely passionate about that. So, Faris is a gold so far. Chris? Yeah, my bronze, I'm, I'm going to stick with your gold, Anna Faris, when gets a gold for me. My bronze, I'm going to give it to Vinnie Jones from Snatch, and John Cena gets my silver. For the silver. So two goals for Anna Faris puts her in the lead here, Andy. What are yeah, you doing? Mirror Chris. I'm exactly the reason Chris. Vinnie Jones bronze because literally he was the only good thing about that film. <laughs> Other than that, it was a fucking dive bomb. Uh, and then, yeah, Anna Faris, she was the best thing in Just Friends. And that's a Ryan Reynolds film. That's, that's a tall ask that. Yeah. And, yeah, and then John Cena just, just elevated that film even more. Yeah. To the next level. <laughs> the next level. And he may or may not be dead. You know how those films go. Anna Faris represented well in our first two awards. That might be the end for her. I'm not sure how much she comes back. But she is a winner and the first woman to ever win Best Supporting. Yeah. We're not sexist, thanks. Definitely not. <laughs> Next award. I believe this is the first time we've actually ever given out this award. It has been long talked about, but we've never reached the pointies. But this season was a season for the Best Teams. So... Best teams. <laughs> just see one of them. Dominic yeah. Toretto's crew from The Fast and the Furious. <laughs> Donnie's team in Den of Thieves. Actually, specifically Donnie's team. Kilnocky FC from A Shot at Glory. The Magnificent Seven <laughs> in The Ringer. <laughs> the New England Patriots in 80 for Brady. Rosewood and Taggart in Beverly Hills Cop. Slevin and Mr. Goodcat in Lucky Number Slevin, and The Stranglers, because there were more than one in the Boston Strangler. Chris, you lead us off here. Oh, this is a tough one. So, my bronze. I think I'm going to go with uh, Dominic Toretto's crew from The Fast and the Furious. My silver, I will give it to uh, Donnie's team from The Den of Thieves, because they were quite efficient at what they did. But my gold is Slevin and Goodcat because their plan worked flawlessly and they worked as a cohesive unit. Very much so. Andy? I'm going to go for bronze. 
Donnie's team. The same reason. It was they're a good team. Then I'm gonna go for Rosewood and Taggart and Bevel Hills Cop. Mm-hmm. And then for gold, it is the ultimate team. They've got ten films. It's Dominic Trello's crew. Very good. Gold medal for them. Now I I like this one a lot, and I, I'm not especially impressed by too many of the teams here. Mm. But I was going to honourable mention them, but I think I'm going to give them a bronze. I'm going to give the New England Patriots the bronze because <laughs> they're an actual real-life team, and they're the, the comeback of all comebacks in the Super Bowl <laughs> in that film, which is genuine. So they're getting a bronze due to real-life comebackingness. Uh, Dom's crew is only represented really from the first film here, um, and I think uh, they weren't so good in the first film. But also not as good as my gold. So silver goes to Dom's crew, but Donnie's crew is my gold medal. Uh, I think they were the best. Just the sheer, the whole thing was just a success. For the I reckon Do- Dom's crew could beat Donnie's crew, though. The problem could is, you that's a crossover you want to see. It's <laughs> something we actually didn't talk about beforehand. We've not prepped. This is an absolute tie between Dominic Toretto's crew and Donnie's crew. Uh-huh. Normally, I throw over Maybe to you for the not- random number generator to break a tie here. Uh, number generator. Right, uh, was it between? Right, so who's one? Uh, uh, Dominic Toretto is one, and Donnie's team is two. Okay, uh, I don't see it, so there's no cheating. It just says eight okay. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, press go, and it's one. One! So the Familia, before they were called the Familia, Dominic Toretto's crew. What a crossover would be, though. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. I think putting them all together, how successful that would be. So Andy's gold medal winner was the winner there. So the best team, and that that will last long in the memory. Whenever we have a best team award, we know that Dominic Toretto was crazy. That's, that's for you. That's the bar now. How do you beat that bar? <laughs> right, we've had a lot of bests. We're giving out some good things here. It's about time we oh, go on to the worst. This is a good <laughs> this one. Could be hotly contested potentially. Worst accent, an award we have given out twice before to Anthony Hopkins and Sean Bean as previous <laughs> worst accent winners. Holy shit. Nominated. Who was that? What did, what did Sean Bean get it for? <laughs> Silent Hill. Oh, yeah. I can't remember if he just played it as English or if he oh, was American. American. Yeah, he was American. Like, he was all over the shop. And then Hopkins, whatever he was doing in Fracture. That's why he won. So, worst accent. Brad Pitt in Snatch as a pikey. Idris Elba has a half-arsed attempt at American in Beast. Kira Knightley being good at American but not sounding at all like she was from Boston in Boston Strangler. O'Shea Jackson Jr. when he tries to be Cockney at the end of Den of Thieves. Robert Duvall in Shot, of, Shot at Glory. And Simon Helberg, i.e. Howard from Big Bang Theory, being yeah. a Russian in Space Oddity. Uh, is it Andy to go first now? Yeah. Back, right. Back to Andy. I'm going to go for Simon Helberg from Space Oddity for Bronze. Mm-hmm. It wasn't bad, but I feel like it's stereotypical Russian, so it kind of annoyed me. Silver, Brad Pitt from Snatch, because what the fuck was he doing? <laughs> However, it could be possibly the worst Scottish accent I've ever heard in my life. Robert Duvall, that a shot of glory. Fair, fair, fair. Um, <laughs> My bronze, I think I'm going to go my bronze with Idris Elba, purely because he was definitely meant to be American in that film, and then just didn't be American in that film, just played it as his own accent. I have to give my silver to Donnie's 
Cockney accent at the end of Den of Thieves because it was just <laughs> the absolute most gimmicked up terrible attempt at being a Cockney I've ever heard. But nobody compares to whatever Robert Duval was doing <laughs> in the Jesus. And the fact that he spent decades planning this film and visiting Scotland and that's and he had plenty that's of Scotland in the film. Best he could do. There's American characters he could have played instead. They could have got Scottish actors to play his role, but no, I need to be uh, Golden. I need to be him. So he gets my gold. Chris? Um, yeah, I kind of agree with both of you. So my bronze is Idris Elba. I feel like his American accent was just awful. My silver was Brad Pitt from Snatch because that was just guff. But Robert Duvall's was fucking horrendous it is the, the worst of the worst acts i think we've ever had in this i can't remember who won it last year uh well the only time we've given well, out was sean bean and andrew hopkins the only two we've given oh no it so. must be somebody else that had a really bad accent last we year. nominate them but yeah. we don't often make it to the point <laughs> i think he might possibly be the robert javal worst accent award from now on like, it's <laughs> possible <laughs> That we will never go at a I depth. remember there was a really bad accent last year, but it mustn't have won anything. And I can't remember who it was. It's like, it just pops into my head. Anytime there's a bad accent, Robert Duvall from this. Yeah. I've got to but yeah. look at the films we did. All-time bad accent. But I say, I, 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 I would be happy to rename it the, the, the Robert Duvall Bad Accent Award. Anyway, cracking <laughs> on. So much to get through. We need to get moving through these. Best costume. Had a lot of these. Super Pirate, Super Pirate Schla from The Goonies. M. Bison from Street Fighter, is that right? Street yeah. Fighter? Darth Vader, obviously. And then the suits from Dumb and Dumber, the orange and blue suits. <laughs> That's a category and a half right there. That's some winners. So best costume, by reading those, you know best costume can be anything. Dante's pink robe in The Fast X, if you've already forgotten, <laughs> that's Jason Momoa. The fat suit that Ryan Reynolds wears in Just Friends. Frankie Fourfinger's entire wardrobe in Snatch, i.e. Benicio Del Toro. Benicio Del Toro. Mm -hmm. And especially the phone call where he keeps answering and he's got a different outfit on. Ghostface in Scream. The ladies of ancient Egypt, they've all clocked them all together, but uh, all the different scenes and three or four four characters from ancient Egypt that are in the film that dress in good costumes. Merriman's crew in their tactical gear and skull balaclavas from Den of Thieves. Miss July Jordan Tate in Under Siege, uh, i.e. before she gets tactical geared up and starts trying to kill people as well. And Santanico Pandemonium from, from Dust Till Dawn. Oh. And we go first this time, isn't it? I, think it I is. feel like there's a lot of Chris uh, nominations in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Two of them, definitely. Uh, me first. Honourable mention. I think I'm going to go with honourable mention as Ghostface because... It's a simple costume. It's an all-timer. It's great, but I think it's not necessarily the best costume. It's the best Halloween kind of costume to wear. In terms of a film costume, it's not top tier because we've got other things to mix in. So I'm going to go for bronze. I'm going to go Frankie Fourfingers and all of his different fits that he had in Snatch. Silver, Merriman's crew... And they're really badass-looking balaclava things with the skull, skull look on them. But for me, there's no beating Salma Hayek, Santanico Pandemonium from From Dust Till Dawn, and her... Uh... There was no costume there. 
<laughs> that's why that's why it was a, a gold gold medal winning <laughs> costume. She had a snake on. Snake was part of her costume. <laughs> Chris. Um honorable mention to um Erica Eleniak. I'm pretty sure that's the first pair of boobs I ever saw. My bronze, I'm giving my bronze to Ghostface because it's simple yet effective. My silver is Merriman's tactical gear because that was fucking badass. Like, uh, my gold because he was such a big burly guy wearing a bright pink thing, he made painted nails. It's uh, Dante's pink robe, it's pulled off with such a plum gold, yeah. Uh, I can't remember if, if hair is coming up later or not, but he was nominated for best hair as well. We'll see yeah. that up later on. <laughs> Andy, round us out. All right, I'm gonna go for who am I gonna go for? I'm gonna go for Selma Hayek bronze because that that was a good wardrobe. And then I'm going to go for the ladies of ancient Egypt for silver. You were especially passionate about them. That, I was, that was a, I feel like it was a. I'm getting blamed for this, and it's probably you. <laughs> However, gold, it is the most iconic outfit in this list. Scream, ghost face. It is simple, it That's... is effective, but nobody's replicated it. And if you put a black robe on, you pretty much know your ghost face. That's now we have. Hundreds. I can't remember how I normally work this out, but I think we now have a three-way tie, and Dante's oh. pink pink robe is just behind, so he's just out of the running. The ghost face, Merriman's crew, and Santanago Pandemonium are oh, all in the running. Three numbers. Right, you need to number them up then. So ghost face one, Merriman two, and Salma Hayek three. Right, so so it's on nine at the moment. Yeah. Yep. And then press the button. A one. So ghost, ghost face. Ghostface is the winner. And it does actually change, by the way. It just, just you get aware. It does randomly numbers. Perfect. Okay, Ghostface wins. Here's my honourable mention. So I think on the weight of that, and you guys both voting for me, really, kind of, you could have won. But yes, Ghostface, hard to. But argue. we also love boobies. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes I do. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's mostly he's all covered up while everyone else it was like <laughs> the less close the better. <laughs> Best death in season seven of the Temple Podcast. Lots of previous winners here. Uh, see if we can piece together these deaths. Death by Unicorn was a previous winner. Neil Pat that was in Cabin in the Woods. Neil Patrick Harris in Gone Girl. Mm. His death. Oh, that was a good one. Kane's <laughs> Chestburster in Alien. Speaks for itself. Anna has her skin ripped off in Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Oh yeah. Eaten by a T Rex on the toilet. <laughs> Obviously. Classic. And then. Dick Halloran in The Shining, uh, travelling cross-country and up through the woods <laughs> and all that to get axe in the chest. Season 7's nominees. Boris the Bullet Dodger, needing to be shot <laughs> nine times before death and snatch. Yes, I counted. Cypher's henchman, who, quote, had nobody, so Jason Momoa just had to just shoot him. <laughs> um, when in um, Fast 10. I realise it says Fat 10 in the, in the notes here. The head pop of what we thought was the main character in the human race, as in we get 10 minutes introduced to this woman who immediately has her head, head explode. A man got cubed in cube, like properly, at the little cubes. Like little what was your favourite bit about that film? You don't like I anything about that film, but you love cubed. Uh, him. Being obliterated by a giant fan. I think two guys got that in Alien 3. 
the poacher who got killed in his own trap in Beast when he got strung upside down in the tree yep. and then the lion came and got him. Justice. Yes. Steven Seagal ripped a man's throat <laughs> out in Under Siege. And then Tatum, when she crawled into that cat flap and got trapped in the garage door in, in Scream. <laughs> I'm lost to who's first, second, and third. Uh, it's me, I think, next. Is it? Yeah. Uh, right, so my bronze right off the bat Seagal ripping a man's throat out He did it with such ease and <clears throat> Has been memed or copied in the What's it called? McGruber That's his mm-hmm. go-to move now uh, My silver is Cypher's henchman Who had nobody, not even a cat <laughs> That's right But my gold, because it was sheer Came out of nowhere The fact we had this big long cancer story Arc and all that And boom, dies instantly Is the head pop from Human Race my God, Chris voted a gold medal for something from Human Race. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Andy. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna rate these. I'm gonna tell you how I'm rating these, and it's just purely by the best death, like mm-hmm. as in how how you're going out. And I'm gonna say, oh, Chris, bronze. Getting your throat ripped out is pretty bronzy, um, <laughs> and then dying, obviously. I'm going to say, oh, who else would I not like to die? I'm going to put silver, which is Chris's gold, the human race, head popping, because it's a good way to die, but if everybody else is around you, it's a pretty gruesome just seeing blood squirting out. Mm, yeah. However, a way that I would not like to die is being cubed. <laughs> That's gold. That's <laughs> gold. Like, instantaneous. Done. I don't know if it is or not, because it just kind of like looked, it's like, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, like it has to be all perfect at the same time because imagine if your feet start getting cubed first before your hair. Oh, nope, I'm out. <laughs> uh, bronze for me is that same henchman who doesn't even have a cat. Uh, <laughs> he gets my bronze. That was just that again. That might be the best bit of Fast Ten. Now I think about it. Shut up! Shut your mouth. Where am I going for silver? I think my silver is the gal ripping the man's throat. Uh, that was that was a sheer action movie brilliance, I think. Or <laughs> um, as well. But my my gold is the guy getting cubed. Uh, I hated the film Cube. It was one of the worst films I've ever seen. Uh, but it it was a good death, and that does win it for Cube. Cube is now a pointy award winner. I heard a funny story about Seagal actually listened to a podcast. Uh, I wasn't obviously the one, and this guy who was like a UFC fighter met up with Seagal and all that. He said, "You can't choke me out." And the guy went, I could choke you out. So he chokes out Seagal and then he wakes back up again. He's just like, oh, I bet you can't do that again. And he choked him out again. And apparently Seagal shit himself as he was lying over conscious. That's a good story, yeah. <laughs> there you go. I heard it in all the Sunday podcasts. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. And now you can hear it on the 10-point podcast. So sticking with worst things that have happened, <laughs> worst twist is our next award. Only given out worst twist twice. I, I trawled through the archives of the Pointy Awards. Could only find two worst twist winners. And one was Yelena being a spy on Triple X, as we could all see that coming. Uh-huh. And then the reveal in the film Troll Hunter that trolls are real uh, was the other worst twist. But this season, five nominees of worst twist. Betty lost the tickets <laughs> after making a point of really, I have got the tickets, that I am keeping them safe. In 80 for Brady. Giselle also isn't dead in Fast 10, like every other character who dies. The human race, it's aliens at the end, is the worst twist nominee there. 
The Strangler was just a random convinced to take one for the team, is how Chris put it, in the Boston Strangler. That was the bad twist there. And then Space Oddity, was there even a space mission? A twist that never actually even came to twist, because we never find out that it didn't twist, mm. if you know what I'm saying. Uh, me first? No, Andy Andrew, first. Me. Andy first. Oh, this is a hard one, because these are all shite. Yeah. <laughs> what is the shitest one out of the lot? Right, I'm going to go with bronze. I'm going to say... Uh, what do you call them? Wonder Woman's back in Fast X because that's just a money grab. Like, they didn't need to do it. It Twist went nowhere. And then, speaking of Twist going nowhere, Space Oddity. There was no twist. I didn't understand yeah. it. But I am going to give gold to the worst. I love this film. It's got a soft spot in my heart. But Aliens. Human race. <laughs> aliens. Why they didn't even have to go there? They could have just left it at that. Left yeah. it at some random person planted bombs in their head. You nope, just had to zap, zap the old one-legged man back to life in America again, or wherever it was, and just carry yeah. on. And that the whole experience happened, but he doesn't yeah. know why or how he survived. Yeah. But a fucking alien death match at the end after getting through all that. You got to fucking fight aliens. Fuck that shit. <laughs> and then, if I remember rightly, we just we don't even see the death match. Nope. It just it just the nope. film ends at that point. Uh, me next. I've got a clear winner. Um, so I'm going to go, because it's, it's so kind of irrelevant to that particular film, bronze is going to Fast 10 for Giselle. So that's my bronze. Where am I going with my silver? My seat is slowly dropping down, so I'm going to adjust that. <laughs> Ooh, some gas. Um, I don't know what my silver is going to be here. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll, 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 I'll group him with Andy and I'll go the aliens is my silver because my gold is definitely Space, Audit, space Oddity. The fact that the whole film, to me, <laughs> was built on whether he is going on this mission to Mars or not. And in the end, we don't know whether he was even possibly going. So that's my that's my, my gold. Chris? Uh, yeah, my bronze is, I'll double down use pair of the aliens and human race, just because, why? <laughs> uh, my silver, I'm going for the strangler, being a complete random, just taking off the team. Because, I don't know, just, I gave mine. But my gold is the Space Odyssey mission. Was it actually real? We don't know. We would never answer that question. Is fucking Harv or Larry, whatever he's going to, is he still fucking off to Mars, leaving his family? We don't know. It's He'll come up later on. I forgot what his name is. My seat has dropped down again. This is going to be a laugh. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I just go, <laughs> This is live, folks. It's live. We'll, see. we'll see if it stops now. Uh, so Space Oddity has won a point as well. Another uh, under <laughs> underperforming film we did this season. Uh, okay. Is it so good to be running things for worst things? So. Of course. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we normally have our proper A star, star, A plus plus awards at the very, very end, but it's getting a bit crowded in there and a couple of awards have to be down there for contextual reasons that we'll get into mm. when we get to them. So the Danny John Jules Award for most unexpected appearance in a film has been moved to this point in the ceremony. It happens. Keep everybody interested. It's a big time award early going. Former winners, Danny John Jules, Danny John Jules, Christina Pickles, Amanda Byram and Sam Rockwell. Not exactly the most familiar of faces, but anyway, they were all Danny John Jules winners in the past. This year, nominees, Cole Hauser as a goalkeeper in Shot at Glory. Another big breakfast presenter, Donna Eyre, <laughs> shows up in The Mummy Returns. Henry Winkler is the principal in Scream, something that everybody forgets before watching Scream. 
Jonathan Banks showed up in Beverly Hills Cop after he showed up in Gremlins. UFC fighter Michael Bisping, speaking of UFC stuff. Den of Thieves, he was in that at the very end. Robert Forster has a monologue at the end of Lucky Number 11. Buffalo Bill Ted Levine from The Silence of the Lambs is in The Fast and the Furious, which I did not know. And then Terry Funk is in The Ringer <laughs> as our last nominee. Uh, am I right in thinking it's me to go yeah, first yeah, this time? I thought so. Honourable mention, I'm going to go Donna Air just as the sheer hilarity that another yeah. big breakfast presenter mm-hmm. came came out in this category. She's my honourable mention. Who's my top one? three, though. Pardon? Mm-hmm. Who's the other big breakfast person? Amanda, Amanda Byram. Byram, when she won oh, it for being in yeah. a dog's breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Seemingly the only thing she ever acted in. Um, which is kind of weird. I know who my winner is. So it's between the other two. I have to go bronze for Henry Winkler and Scream because I, I've seen it before, so I just forget that he's in it. But I did not expect to see Ted Levine rocking up in The Fast and Furious in a character, a character, kind of style of character who's not in any of the other films, really. But my winner, Terry Funk in The Ringer. <laughs> <laughs> did not expect to see, I don't know what you call former NWA World Heavyweight <laughs> Champion Terry Funk showing up in that film. Chris? Uh, so my my bronze, I'm going to go for Jonathan Banks because he obviously was an actor before um, Breaking Bad and Berkel Soul, so he will appear in some things. My silver, I'm going to go for Donna Air because I, of all the things to appear in The Mummy Returns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but my gold, I've got to go with Bruce, is Terry Funk in The Ring Funker. And didn't have a line, I don't think. No, he just looked menacing. He just went up, grabbed something and sat down, didn't he? Weird. Andy? Right, not a million miles off of Chris. I'm going to go Bronze, Henry Winkler and Scream. Because every time I watch him, I always forget he's in it. Yeah. I'm going for Silver, Donna Hair, for exactly the same reason. Just didn't expect it to come out of there. And Gold, Terry Funk. No, have we lost Bruce? I think so. She's one of those ones you kind of watch in the film and then you're just like, that looks like fucking Donna Air. Right, I need to go back here. Let's look at this. And it is Donna Air. Don't, don't like, worry. I'll, I'll, re, I'll recap for Bruce. That's so what I'm going for. Yeah. Bronze. I got your bronze. <laughs> right. Bronze was um, uh, Henry, Henry Winkler. Silver was Donna Air because the same reason as Chris. And Terry Funk Gold. Because did not expect Terry Funk. Clean sweep them. Sweep for the Funker and the Danny John Joel. I'm glad that Terry Funk is going to be on that list. Now. Just, just so funny, just Bruce is like, <laughs> <laughs> just waiting really patiently for Donna Air. <laughs> and the mummy returns for some reason. Cracking on, best character name is next. I think I first introduced this, and this is the first time we've ever got enough nominees to bring it to the Bounty <laughs> Awards. I'm going to have to shout at my fucking... I'm going to Christian Bale this. My light technician's all way to shit. Oh, really? <laughs> it's getting dark in here. Oh, is it? My seat's going down. You're getting dark. It's going down. What a shambles. Best character, best character names from the list of Axel Foley from Beverly Hills Cop, Bomber the Madman Harris from Snatch, Dusty Dinkleman from Just Friends, Jeffy Dahmer from The Ringer, <laughs> Santanigo Pandemonium from, from Dust Till Dawn, and Slevin Calevra from Lucky Number Slevin. Is it Chris to start? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so my bronze, I'm going for Dustin Dinkleman, because it's just a, such a funny name. It rolls off the tongue so easily. 
Uh, my silver, I'm going to go for Slevin Kalevra because of the, the meaning behind the name. Tiny's but my gold, name. because I forgot about it and there was so much going on about Jeffrey Dahmer at the time, Jeffy Dahmer. It's cracked me up when you said <laughs> Like, made up, oh, you have to pretend to be disabled. We'll call you Jeffy. And then it gets to the point, put in your full name, and it's panicked. <laughs> when it just yeah. it Apparently, it's spelt like that, like with an O in it, uh, rather than the way that the actual serial killer was spelt. So. It comes up in the movie again, it's like, yeah, with an O. Just to right, okay, <laughs> differentiate for it. Differentiate. Andy, what's your best character names? Um, I'm going to go on the basis of what I would want it to be called. Right, um, okay. Um, no, actually, no. Because the maybe two. The winner is definitely why we're going to be called. No, I'm going to go for Santanio Pandemorium for bronze because yep. that is that's a really name. It's a great name. Difficult. To say, I'm going yeah. for silver, and it, this only gets silver because literally the Netflix showed Jeffy Darmer because I that completely passed me the first time around. Didn't get it at all. Right. Yeah. yeah. However. Gold, 100% would love to be called Axel Foley. Axel Foley. When you said you wanted to be called it, it was the only one on the list. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, maybe Bomber the Madman Harris. Yeah. Um, That's my bronze, is Bomber the Madman Harris, because I remember being, finding it so hilarious that a guy who had the nickname Bomber also had the nickname the Madman as well, like he needed (laughs) two nicknames. So he's getting my bronze. My silver is Santanical. No, I'm sorry, my silver is Axel Foley, uh, for the same reasons Andy mentioned, because it's a great. A great name to be, but Santanico Pandemonium is a brilliant name, so that gets my gold. Have we all voted on that one? Yeah. I never, I never picked it. You never picked it, so on you go, Chris. You've got a tie to break. Oh, no, I, oh, no. I, I, oh sorry, we have all we have another tie. This is, I think, we are now setting a record for most ties in an uh-huh. evening here because Axel Foley has tied with Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Jeffrey what? Dahmer has to win, sure. Well, Axel, Axel's one, Jeffy's two. All right, okay, can you see it? Uh, kind of. Press. One. That was one. Ah, but I'm glad Axel Foley. It's just three times. <laughs> so it's like, no, it doesn't always land on one. Right. Um, no, it does like one, two, three, and it changes to I'm happy Axel Foley and not Jeffy Dahmer is the best. <laughs> and you have to see it every year, Jeffy Dahmer. <laughs> Jeffy Dahmer. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm very happy. Axel Foley, he was a good cop. We're on to worst cop now. Is the next award. A lot of bad cops. Previous cops that have been bad. Detective Bowden in Devil, the guy who didn't work out what was happening in Devil. And in the San Angeles Police Department in Demolition Man. Now, this time I weeded out oh, the yeah. times that we had said mm. the entire blank police force because of how bad they were. <laughs> These are actual individual or at least small teams of policemen this time. So it's not, not just everybody. They're not just pitting one city against another. Ames in Fast 10, we decided he kind of counted as police, despite the fact that he didn't work for the police as such. Burakowski in Lucky Number 7, that's Stanley Tucci's character. Brian O'Connor in The Fast and the Furious. Dewey Riley from Scream. Nick's squad in Den of Thieves, i.e. the main police people in that. And then Quentin in Cube is the last nominee for Worst Cop. Uh, is it Andy to go first? Yeah. No. Oh, no. Right. I've got it. Got it. Bronze. Mm-hmm. Dewey from Scream. 
because the man lets a lot of house parties goes on. He's pretty inept. I know he's a trainee, but still, and he'd rather have ice cream. So yes, ice cream. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go for silver. Quint in from the cube because that man is probably like the second person to fully lose it in that thing, and he's meant to be an opposite of the law. If he is. He was like he said he was. We don't really but, know. What he was. But I'm going by if he is fucking hell, he feels some psychic exam in that police force. <laughs> yeah. However, it just shows you that a pair of boobs can change anybody. Brian O'Connor in the Fast and the Furious. That boy turned quickly when he seen fast car and boobs. <laughs> I think it meant he like, got boobs. <laughs> uh, no, got, I got a pair of boobs. I did, yeah. That was it. Fuck the police force. Fuck my career. I'm gonna go and be one of the familiar. He had his head turned uh, yeah. by then. Okay, quite a difficult one, this one. I've got a clear winner. I know exactly who's got the goals, but I'm going to work up to them. So I'm going to go Ames as my bronze, because he was quite clearly not doing the, like, the police work. He was doing the bad guy work. My silver, I'll go on the same premise as Andy, that if, if Quentin was, in fact, a policeman, he did not have the mental capacity <laughs> to be a policeman. So for him... <laughs> But undoubtedly, for the reasons, again, Andy listed, sheer going against what his whole entire purpose was, Brian O'Connor joining Dominic Toretto's crew of car thieves and DVD thieves, <laughs> DVD player thieves. Brian O'Connor. seconds. Yeah, immediately. Uh, worst cop, Brian O'Connor. That, that must have been some cheetah sandwich, though. Must have been a good one. Fuck, this is a tough one. Uh, my bronze, I'm going to go for Bukowski from Lucky Number 11. My silver, I'll go for Brian O'Connor from the Fast and the Furious, like I said, because his entire trade just went out the window when he saw a bit of uh, cars and titties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my gold is Quentin because, like I said, he snapped instantly in there. We got another fight. Right? a fucking rampage. Very close. But Brian O'Connor with two golds and one silver pips Quentin with two silvers and a gold. So tell you what, it's Brian O'Connor, it's the gravity gravity of Dom. Yeah. Yes. By this, Marine thing. By the second film, he's still a cop. By the third film, well, I guess he's not back into the fourth film. He's not a cop anymore. Is yeah, that he's fine. Yeah. Basically, I can't really remember how it goes. Chris watched them all, but he's thinking. Uh, he's, I don't he's actual cop in the second one, but they bring him back in to go undercover again. Yeah. Right. Okay. And the third one. He is not an FBI. Oh, no, I don't know. Do I reckon that? I did reckon that, yeah. Yeah, the fourth one, he's anyway. an FBI agent again. He's oh, a bad okay. man. He's a bad cop. He's still he's still bad cop. I'll say that much. Best fight is next. We've had hundreds of these. The Blood Rave. Gina Carano versus Michael Fassbender. <laughs> Baby Chosen One <laughs> versus some goons. <laughs> and Kung Pao. Is that what's called Kung Pao? <sighs> Yeah. The Expendables versus the Baddies in that, in that film. Uh, Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, I still don't know how to say his name, against Owen Wilson in a bathroom in Cable Guy, I want to say, for that yeah. one. And then The Predator wiping out the Frenchman in the film Prey. What the category this is? This is this is elite right here. <laughs> Nominees this year. The Bikini Fight from yeah. Mummy Returns. Yeah. Chris versus Mike, i.e. the brothers <laughs> fight in Just Friends. <laughs> Humans, the, well, the, the humans versus all the vampires and from dust till dawn. Idris Elba versus a lion in Beast. Jeffy versus a priest in The Ringer. Jackie McQuillan versus McCall at Palmerston Stadium in The Shot of Glory. 
got them both sent off if I remember rightly. Oh. Mickey versus Mickey versus Gorgeous George in Snatch, the first boxing match in that one in, in the, the Pikeyville. And then Nick's squad, when they all beat the shit out of Donnie in the back of the car and then the thieves was nominated as best fight and it made it through to the pointies. Me first. Look at this eye to go first. What order are my three going in here? I know what number one is. So I think because I wasn't positive it was the best fight in the film, my bronze is Mickey versus Gorgeous George, uh, which one punch knockout by Mickey out of nowhere. My silver, I'm going to go for basically the last 20 minutes or from Dust Till Dawn because there's a lot of great bits in that. And it basically, it's a fight is what it is. Mm-hmm. not much else you can say about it. But Idris Elba fought a lion <laughs> and we're just supposed to swallow that. Like that's <laughs> supposed to. There's an actual fight he has with the lion uh, at one point. So that's and it was great. It was a really good scene where the got basically a fake one shot take of this fight the two of them had. So that's my gold, Chris. Um, I'm gonna put that as my. Hold on. Okay, yeah, my bronze. I'm gonna go for the humans versus vampires from Dustle Dawn. My silver is Idris Elba versus the Lion. But my gold is Chris and Mike through the entire Just Friends film. Their fights are hilarious. You are especially excited by them Just Friends. Oh, it's, oh my knees go pop it. Oh. Handy. Right. I'm going for bronze. Kind of similar vein to you guys. I'm going to do. Uh, which way do I do? I'm going to do Idris Elba versus the Lion. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do From Dusk Till Dawn Fight vampires however one-on-one bikini fight in the mummy returns gets my gold <laughs> that was also your most passionate about that as well quick maths tells me i think idris elba is our winner or maybe the lion i can't remember who won the actual fight to know in the end of silver one i do remember that fight annoying me because there was no subtitles as we were talking and this is with the start of our downfall from the subtitles forever. no i no, don't talk sorry. The bikini fight, oh, Andy. from the Mummy Returns. Yeah. <laughs> Translating what the lion made himself clear. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> uh, that was the start of our like subtitle downfall, I think, for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where we had like three films in a row with <laughs> subtitle problems. Winner, Beast, Edis Elba versus a Lion, best fight. Very special award coming next. Andy can have a break, have a drink, because this is Chris only here. If he wants our input, we can give it. All right. Chris's best and or biggest jump scare of the season. Because Chris always gets <laughs> scared by things. The only time it's been given out as an award, the shark in Jaws appearing behind Brody <laughs> in the boat is the, is the best jump scare to this point. But this season, six nominees. Chris has to tell us what he was yeah. most scared by. The I alien jumps out of the alien jumps out of the molten lead at the end of Alien Three. Is it the next one? The birds and yeah. beast. Well, you mentioned <gasps> the yeah, birds. Yeah, I, I came to me now. But the I very, remember. very end of Beast is when I got jump scared, when all of a sudden the film's ending, all of a sudden a whole bunch of birds jump out really loudly. But you said a different bit, is what you said. I think it's been just like a, because there's that many one shots, it's going across the cam and this bird just goes, right, right, okay. That's like a, that's where they cut. Like, yeah. That. Okay. Victor Maitland shouting, shut up at Jenny, apparently scared you in Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> I can't really remember that. The scream right at the end of Scream, you said, shat you up, I think you said about that one there. 
when the vampire head comes through the door and from dust oh, to yeah. dawn, <laughs> when the, like the, the camera pans down all of a sudden, yeah. like, like coming out through the door, and then this one you have to explain when the mummies rise up, and we we not just accepted it when you said, oh, best jump scare when the mummies rise up, and we're like, all right, and then you just carried on talking. So I think it might be when Rachel Vice is on like the thingy on the table, and they're trying to resurrect. Uh, an action or something like that and it's the mummies so just come out the thing. Yeah. I remember. I think when they go to the museum and they pop out of the sarcophagus. Oh, right, okay. But so do any we, any of them stand out as being the most scary? You can do a bronze silver gold if you want, Chris. But we'll I was gonna do it. My ultimate gold is well, my gold and silver is between two is the the scream right at the end of scream. I forget about every time it shits me right up. It's because <laughs> it's loud and it, you think you're safe because everything's done. It's like Wah! Uh, and the vampire head comes through the door because it's like panning down the hall and you think they see the door closing and it goes right through the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, actually, I'll give that one my gold. The vampire. Yeah. From dusk yeah. till dawn, winner of best jump scare or biggest. I don't know, you often said biggest, but sometimes said best jump scare. I so guess the sure. Poopy Pants Award. The Poopy Pants <laughs> Award. It's, just, it's because I started listening to things with headphones so I didn't wake up the kids. So it was really loud in my ear. Uh, and I was just like, I watch it, it's fucking, this head just pops at the door. So, yeah, I'll, I'll give that one. I reckon uh, what it is, is he's like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's that the he's yeah. shits himself. Yeah. Uh, okay, a new award is next. Uh, something I've been counting throughout the season, which I believe is the most, I, think, I guess it's probably the most obvious dead man walking. Who is, the, who is deadest man walking in any film? Which character is definitely done for? I'll, I'll, you guys can vote on this with me here. I, I'm happy to hear your thoughts. So, Dead Man Walking, who was most obviously going to die? The Atlanta Falcons in Haiti for Brady. Boris the Blade, Boris the Bullet Dodger, whatever else you want to call him in Snatch. Golic in Alien 3. Jesse in The Fast and the Furious. Krill in Under Siege. Richie from Dust Till Dawn. Roman in Fast 10, because he is dead because that plane crashed and he died. He did not die. And Tatum no, in not. Scream. Uh, 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 how about Chris goes first and I tidy up at the end since it's my award. Uh, oh. My bronze, I'm going to give it to... Uh, fucking hell. <laughs> Tatum from Scream. Because was... everybody kind of died in that film. And she's the, the blonde hair, big boobs. So it was obviously she's weird. Uh, my silver, I'll give it to... Commander Krill from Under Siege but my gold because his name is Boris the Blade and Boris the Butcher uh, Bullet Dodger he was eventually going to get gold <laughs> a gold for Boris what about you um, Andy I'm mirroring Chris exactly exactly the same exactly the same Tatum yep Krill yep Boris the Blade yep 100% I might, I might as well just a bit go along with you I had a couple of ones back to I'm giving Roman my bronze because Roman is dead no he's, he's not, not dead they can't You're kill three people on the plane Straight I am, what is it? I am in control now. This is my mission. Mm. Oh, it's all gone a disaster. Oh, here's my big speech. He was, he was always going to die in that film, and he died in a plane crash. Sadly, <laughs> um, I've just realised I can basically, yeah, I could, I could go different, but I'm not. I'm going to go Krill. It's my silver as well. The minute he put on that dress and the wig, I knew he was done for. And it bores the blade because yeah, it's signposted. This guy is immortal. Mm. Oh well, he's going to die in this film, basically. Boris the Blade, most dead man walking. We've done Chris. We've done me. Oh, How about Andy? 
Best product placement of the season. Again, this is Andy's award, so Andy can pick it on his own if he likes. I don't know. But basically, I'm going to have to quiz you on it first to see what was the best product placement. So I'm going to give you the name of the film. You've got to try and tell me what product we decided was most best placed in these films, and that might help uh, us. Well. So Beast. What was the best product placement in Beast? Chris could chime uh, in if he can remember. Tranquilizers? I'm going to say <laughs> what was Beast. I reckon some kind of sportswear. Uh, incorrect. No. Land Rover was the oh, best yeah, That makes sense. Yeah, it wasn't good. It didn't stick with me. Yeah, exactly. So that's a good answer. A good sign that that's not the winner. Beverly Hills Cop. What was the best product placement in that? Smokes. Marlboro's or something like that, wasn't it? Uh, do you remember Lucky, Lucky, Lucky Strike? Is it Lucky Strike? Lucky Strike. There we go. Yeah. So that's got to be a, a point in the win column. Beverly Hills Cop. Correct. The Fast and the Furious. Oh. Uh, Coronas or the, uh, the Fast. Yeah. Things. It was it was Corona, Corona. we had for that one. Or Cobra, as I had it. A Cobra, <laughs> best, for, best for a placement. What about Fast Ten? Though it oh, wasn't was Corona. Fast Ten. Was that Miller's? Had Miller's or something like that? No, no, it wasn't a different brand of beer. It was something uh, else altogether. It was Delorean. Ah, oh, Delorean. Yeah. Because yeah. basically, we got a full screen shot of is it Cypher's car when she drove up? Yeah, Scream. Product placement. That was Miller's one. That was beer. No. Do you remember, Chris? <gasps> oh, popcorn. Yeah, Jiffy Pop is what it was. Jiffy Pop popcorn. Jiffy Pop oh, popcorn. Uh, is a fucking product. No head. <laughs> oh, right, yeah. Uh, Snatch. What was the product placement in that? That was Coke. Vending machines, wasn't it? No, it was not that one. Some other films were, but no, that. Desert yeah. Eagle, you decided it was the product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the big pattern and the gun. <laughs> <laughs> what about Space Oddity? Oh, fucking hell. Flowers? Nope. Skype oh, is what we decided. Oh, oh right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one, Under Siege, best product placement. Now, admittedly, I Playboy. came up with this one. Playboy magazine. Yeah, I came up with that one and you guys were like, oh, of course it is. So what's the winner? Uh, Lucky what? Strike, Corona, Jiffy Pop, Playboy? I would say it's a toss-up between Fast and the Furious, Coronas, and Beverly Hills Cop fags, but since I remember the fag straight away, I'm going to go with Beverly Hills Cop. I meant to say we had one previous winner of Best Product Placement, and that was Burt Play. Oh no, he froze. Shit. Never going to know. Alcohol. What a cliffhanger! In... Oh, I'm not frozen again. Yes, yeah. what is it? Well, I need to know what it is. <laughs> can you not hear me? <laughs> yes, I can hear you now. You, f- you can hear me now. I didn't, nothing froze for me that time. Uh, Evolution was the previous winner. Uh, yeah. Oh, Head, head and shoulders. shoulders. Head and Shoulders. So Head and Shoulders, Lucky Strike, are the two previous <laughs> product, product placement winners. Now, we're getting near the end of the first half here. So Actually, not, not too bad pace, I'm impressed. So worst special effects, a 10-point podcast favourite. Gone in 60 seconds, need I say more, previous Jump. winner. Blade 2. What was Blade 2? No, that was Blade 1. Was the oh, blood. No, Blade, Blade 2. It was the fight in between the... Uh, the lights. Yeah, you're right. Danny That's John what that Jules. was. The Imaginarium of Dr. Panassas. I think that was the like inside, inside the kind of the Imaginarium thing. District 9. I don't know what the specifically the special effects that were. That was the mech. It was mech. Yeah. Uh, Megazord Ivan Ooze uh, was the oh. next one. Speaks for herself. And then Evolution. I think some of the bits near the end. I didn't Blade 1 not win for the blood drop. That's how this whole war started, didn't it? I think it's gone in 60 seconds is 
big jump into oh, season. Oh, was that the same one? Fucking hell. I believe. I believe in this. That different season? I feel like that must be season one as well. Anyway, this season. Season seven. Mm. Nominees. The CGI aliens in Alien 3. The ones that they decided they wanted to be practical for. CGI lens flare in Human Race. I think that was an Andy complaint, I think. I don't wrong. remember that. No, Chris will maybe remember this one. Michael Keaton's office that was behind a window in the stadium in a shot at glory. Hey. Ah, yeah, I remember a <laughs> proper pop of this one. Because we couldn't quite work out if it was real or not. It was it's like the the Kanaki Stadium is like quite small and shitty, but they've got this big massive box with him <laughs> just standing there just looking at everybody going. Yeah, and then, and then he opens the window. The window. Like, yeah. Is he there? <laughs> I'm confused here. But like when the window was shut, it looked fake as fuck. It looked really fake, but then he opened it. But yeah, again, that's nominated. The old man head pop in the human I don't race. Remember. Oh, no, I do. I think it was behind a curtain or something like that. Yeah. The rat vampire in from Dust Till Dawn, for some reason. Like, I don't know why he was a rat. And then the Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns. Uh, not Dwayne Johnson himself, but you, you know that one, the Scorpion King. Uh, I've no idea where we are now, so we'll restate and go with Andy first. Uh, I'm going bronze. I'm going to go for Rat Vampire from Dust Till Dawn because all the practical stuff is pretty good. Then they just put that in straight afterwards. Mm. <laughs> and then I'm going Alien CGI for pretty much the same reason. Mm. Why? You had practical aliens and then you have this thing running around. However, the ultimate is mocked a lot. The Scorpion King gets gold because... It looks like, well, I don't know, Smackdown versus Raw or whatever. Or Smackdown, here comes the pain. I think it was just, just bring it, I think. Yeah, yeah, just bring it was better special effects than that. Considering yeah, they that... just had like a whole big special effects thing beforehand, even the pygmies were amazing compared to that. <laughs> the, <coughs> the monkeys. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh my God, it's right. Um, the Scorpion King absolutely is my gold medal. I can't argue that. It's the only thing I've got marked down as being a gold medal here. So that's a gold medal. To round out the rest, I think the CGI aliens were especially grating, so I'm going to go silver for them. I don't remember a lot of them, but since we've, we've talked about it, I'm still, I can't tell if it's good or bad. Michael Keaton, that office, if it's, it looks so fake, but if someone wants to tell me it was real, then it's it's tremendous. So that's my, that's my bronze. So Chris? Yeah, that's my bronze as well. Uh, my silver is the rat vampire from Dust Till Dawn. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. All the rest of them turn to normal vampires. He turns into a fucking rat. And it has to be the ultimate worst of the worst CGI ever is the Scorpion King. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that needs a remaster. Yeah, like, yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. Like you keep pretty much ninety percent. Like you change the wave. Arnold Vosnu's mouth was I think it was close second. Where he's just like mm. coming towards because the sand one on the first one was good. The water one was fresh, right? You fix that. You fix the Scorpion King. What the film's Mummy Returns is the perfect action movie. Chris just blanked out there. And then I had to be yawning, I was a bit false. <laughs> <laughs> right, you had to be that before I didn't like fully have a proper nap, so I woke myself up and I'm getting sleepy again. And right, plus, I can't be sleepy. Before Chris falls asleep, we get a couple more awards in before the interview. I've seen how it works, I'll be fine and out and over. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> he's, he's the definition of somebody with narcolepsy, he's fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> stupidest character is next. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Was it a segue for you? Is it Chris? Stupid, stupidest character. No previous winners. Dewey Riley in Scream. Golick in Alien 3. Jamie. Yeah, is he I, the one that's in the bed? The one that lets it. Golick is uh, Paul McGann. 
the yeah. guy who goes mental and lets the alien out in, the, in one of the cuts of the film. Yeah. Jamie, I Amy Smart in Just Friends. Mikey, uh, Axel Foley's pal in Beverly Hills Cop, who decides I'll steal some bearer bonds, bonds. from some criminals. The, quote, poopy diaper guy from Human Race. What who just The weird guy who's like, ha 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 ha, poopy diaper baby or something. Ah, uh, like right, okay. Yeah, he right. was like a villain, but he was special. Richie, I.e. Quentin Tarantino in From Dust Till Dawn. That one security guard who fell for the dance routine by the pensioners saying they were part of the <laughs> halftime show in 80 for Brady. And then Slow from Lucky Number Slivin, uh, the, guy, the guy who was Bubba in Forrest Gump with his teeth going <laughs> the other way. <laughs> uh, they are our nominees. Did I reset so it's me to go now? Yeah. Me to go first. Uh, so I do have a bunch here marked out. So let's go for... I'll go with honourable mention that security guard. It really annoyed me, but I don't think he's important enough for me to kind of give him anything above honourable mention. Bronze. This is tough. I think Jamie from Just Friends because she worked out that Chris was a complete dick and was horrible to be around, but anytime he phones her up, she went on another date with him, not you. Um, um, Went on a date with him again and again and again. I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. I'm going on a date, I hate him, I'm going on a date. So that just annoyed me in that film. My, this is tough. Between two, who made the stupider move? I think the less stupid move was what Mikey did in Beverly Hills Cop, stealing the bonds. Because what Golik did in the cut, the director's cut of Alien 3, deciding that it was a good idea to let the alien out. That's a good idea. We should let this thing that's killing everybody out. Uh, that gets my gold medal. But if you didn't watch that version, I don't think it mattered. <laughs> Chris. Uh, yeah, so my bronze is the poopy diaper guy because it really annoyed me him just cause a shit and poopy diaper or whatever the fuck it says or baby. My silver, I'm going to go for the security guard who fell for the redemption because his sole goal is to stop people getting in but he let them in anyway. Uh, gold is Golic for the series and you say like, why let a killing machine out when it's trapped? He was mad, I think, is the reason, but yes, I say stupid. Mm. Andy? Right, I'm going for Jamie from Just Friends' is bronze because she had an opportunity to bang Ryan Reynolds straight away and she didn't. <laughs> Silver, I'm going for Richie from Dust Till Dawn because Quentin Tarantino was a weird flicky uh, verging on pedo sex pest. The main reason he was nominated was George Clooney called him, said he was acting like a nut at one yeah. point, when they were trying to hide from the border patrol. And he's like, a nut! You call me a nut! Or something like that. And he goes... And he kicks right gives off. The entire oh, game. Yeah. yeah. So that's why he was mainly nominated for Stupid. Yeah. And Golic, 100%. Let's let an alien out. To kill everybody. Again, after mm. we've captured it. Like, we'd won. Yeah. Stupid's character, Paul McGann, as Golic in Alien 3. And that's it for the voting for the first half. We have just got some odds and ends to tidy up our statistic. Winners, I kept track throughout the whole season of the same stats, and these are the things that charted highest. Most shits in the season, 44 in Beverly Hills Cop, which sounds like a lot until Snatch hit 159 <laughs> F-bombs. And also they won for C-bombs with, I think, three, if I remember rightly, in that film too. Most explosions, can you guess which film had most explosions? 74. Oh, oh. That's a it was Fast 10. Aye. Ah. 
you remember that dam exploded about a hundred times, <laughs> fifty times maybe. Most deaths, the mummy returns wins with over thirty thousand because the entire uh, I don't know the <laughs> army that was helping them out got wiped out at one point, so they win. Most cows, Alien Three had eight cows in it, depending on which version you watched. So <laughs> good to see the cows well represented. And most goats, Beast had two goats. <laughs> it even led to one of the characters wandering off to play with the goats or something at one point. And the, the film had the most dead animals, also the mummy returns, we had dead horses, scorpions, and then poor old Horus got got in the film as well. Most paedophiles, not even just is there a paedophile, which film had most paedophiles? At one point they claim that all 25 prisoners in Alien 3 are in fact paedophiles, yeah. so therefore that has to be most paedophiles <laughs> in the film. The Tom Cruise trifecta was not reached. Taco Berry still holds the championship belt of the trifecta. He was our last winner. A couple of close calls. I feel somebody's think... picking one next season to try and get the Taco Berry trifecta. We might do. I think I, I don't know if I have lined up one that could win it, but yeah, it'll happen eventually. We'll get the Taco Berry trifecta and not somebody else. Which film said the thing the most? Any idea what your guess is? What said the thing the most? Fast and the Furious? No, Lucky Number 7. Neither of those. Andy, oh. you got a guess? Scream. Oh, not a bad shout. Cube was the right answer, obviously, because they're in the cube. How do we get this cube? What is this cube? I made the cube, all that sort of uh. stuff. Nine times in cube. And one that Chris popped in and out with this one, but most nut shots of the season, there were five in Just Friends. Face, <laughs> face. Is that it? Uh, that's what you told me. That's what you told me. Sorry, Oh, yeah, because was... he gets zapped in the nuts at one point. Yeah, I do remember. And then the, I remember the gas tank falling on him in the ambulance. It was a good one. <laughs> As for the stats, before intermission, the worst film. Let's get it out of the way. What was the worst film that we reviewed all year, or all season, I should say? 20 films. <laughs> I, have the, I have the bottom five here. They're not a clear bottom five, but they are the four, five lowest. So, on tiebreakers, the fifth worst, getting a four out of ten, chosen by Andy, A Shot at Glory was our fifth worst film. Goddamn, Sean. It's actually... <laughs> it's fucking Duval. It's just a bit my cult favourite of the season, I think, Shot at Glory. One of my <laughs> most favourite ones that we did was that fifth worst. Fourth worst film, also getting a four out of ten. Getting a four out of ten, basically on the weight of Andy, giving it a five. 80 for Brady. Is oh, I like that first. And they gave it a five sometimes. Awful. That was chosen by The Wheel. Also chosen by The Wheel as a third worst film of the season. Also getting a four out of ten. Basically on the weight of Chrissy's vote of a five out of ten. But only got four. Boston Strangler is the third worst. Two for The Wheel in the bottom five there. The second worst film of the season. Now, these two are below the rest. But there's a clear winner. So this one is second, but it's not the clear winner. A three out of ten. On the way of a five from Andy, a film that he picked, The Human Race, oh, is the second worst of the season. But the worst film of the season, The Wheel picked it. I gave it a three. You both gave it a two. A two overall. One of the worst films we've done. Space Oddity is the season. Yes, The Human Race Saved by the Wheel. <laughs> the Human Race was... Equally, my lowest vote of the year. I gave that a one. It was my joint worst. You were savage this, this year. Just didn't didn't uh, yeah, give There were only two ones I gave out. Chris's lowest of the season was a two. Space already got a two. Uh, I don't know if that was the only two he gave out. But 
if you notice there, Andy's lowest of the season did not make it into the bottom five. Snatch. Shape. It might have been Snatch, I think. And that's us for the first half. On the news that Space Oddity, shocking nobody, has been the worst film. I didn't think Human Race might have snuck down there, but Space Oddity... That is, on premise, is a banger of had some good qualities. Exactly. You did like it more than Space Oddity. Yeah. We all did. I didn't. I liked... Bruce would rather watch somebody not go to space rather than somebody (laughs) being in space and fighting fucking aliens. Yes. Yes, I would. It was just so grim and horrible, the Human Race. Anyway, Space Oddity, (laughs) what a film. You wait till next season. (laughs) <laughs> oh, God. I think you promised us that that last year. But Andy, two of your films are in the bottom five, so you've got. I've a lot still of... not. I've still not been the bottom or bottom of you ever. I picked three. I, think. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't have actually the previous worst film winners. I, I reckon like. Chris is the majority so far. I've, I, I don't think I've been in the bottom Dr. yet. Doctor Parnassus is one of them. Uh, I'm sure, Doom was quite low down. Tank Girl was quite low down, wasn't it? No, I don't think I lost. No, that was okay. Was I think. Year. I definitely Dr. Onass is one of them. Well, we'll tell you after intermission. I'll definitely look at it over intermission. So this is now the halftime break of the podcast. Now go do all your things to do. We will reconvene in a minute of time. And I think I always clap my hands to initiate intermission. So. Yes, do it. And we're back. Seamless transition there. I don't Except know. Except I've darker. You got dark. <laughs> so we have the information. I just... a T-shirt there, actually, to make it look. <laughs> we're discussing previous worst movies. as we left there, Doom was the first worst movie which Chris picked, season one. It got a three out of ten. The second worst movie, Scanner Darkly, also chosen by Chris, also yeah. got a two out of ten. It sort of got a two out of ten from everybody. The next one, The Imaginarium Doctor Parnassus. Yeah, I went through a roll. <laughs> three ones gave it a one, and that was the same season as The Room. Which some EJ it. gave it a two or a three. It was. Are you telling me that it was it was worse or better than the Imaginarium Doctor Parnassus? Mm. It's just a shit. Mm-hmm. I'd rather not watch either of them. I don't know what we'd have done if we did a joint worst film that all got one point each. Like there's no type, <laughs> no breaking that tie. Yeah, uh, season four, Howard the Duck was a three out of ten. Nah, the worst. I'm not having this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pick Imaginarium or was that the wheel? That was the wheel, wasn't it? Uh, well, what's next? Imaginarium. No, you picked it. Oh, did you? He's all Chris I had a run of five in a row. Is it all big Chris? Is it? Bloody hell. Five with a three out of ten. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers chosen by Annie. Yeah, I did get a bad one. And the last season was the wheel, Beautiful Creatures. Got a two. And the so wheel me, did it again. So the wheel it this year. So I'm the only one. I, I factually pick the best films on this <laughs> podcast by the sounds of things. Anyway. On was the point is for season you seven. Don't pick the year. worst films. Slides away from me. I don't pick the worst films. You're right. Uh, I have moved everything around to do that, so everybody's in the wrong place now. But to there. Before we get in to the awards, basically the most important award of the evening, the quiz results for the season. Mm-hmm. It's the most hotly contested thing throughout. Twenty quizzes. Andy was the quiz master slash. I generally read results. You do know the results, do you? I don't know the results. Oh, I don't Imagine. know the results. Okay. Right. After a VAR review, there were two draws in the 20 quizzes. One was ruled as a draw. The other one was ruled as a victory to me. However, when you watch it back, I've never forgotten which episode it was. Andy might remember. (laughs) Chris and I both answer the final question and say Malcolm X at exactly the same time. I've not my head, you didn't. Sean well, said it as well at the exact same time. Like, 
the same intonation, <laughs> the same ref- inflections, exactly the same. Let's go, Malcolm X. Like it's kind of like that at exactly the same time. So that was the last question. It was ruled as a win to me, but that has to be a draw. So two draws, but that means we still could draw tie. There's no definite winner here. So out of the other 18 quizzes, Chris won eight, and I won ten. Oh, meaning I think that is the closest it has ever been <clears throat> in terms of the quizzes. You had a, a big comeback run in one of them. You like got four I, or five in a row. I believe I won the first two, and I think you won the next four. I think it's at some point, and then yeah, after that I kind of came back. But yeah, <coughs> ten, eight, and two who were in the quiz this year. Because not too many were chat GPT, what number was this and what number was that? <laughs> Andy came up with some really creative ones this year. <laughs> Comes to mind is the Scream one, where it was all the different screams from different films. Oh, I actually fucking nailed that one. He did. Some good quizzes. On to the rest of our awards evening. Best acting. Once again, everybody's all grouped together into the one. So previous winners, we did have Best Actor and Actress, so they're all grouped together. So Best Acting winners in the past, Jim Carrey, Mila Jojovic, Bill Goldberg, Rosamund Pike in her Redemption Story, Christoph Waltz, Raul Julia, Michael Douglas, and Zoe Saldana last year for Avatar. That was Best Acting. Nominees this year, Ali McCoist, A Shot at Glory, Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop, George Clooney from Dust Till Dawn, Jason Momoa from Fast 10, Kira Knightley in Boston Strangler, Neve Campbell in Scream, Nicole DeBoer in Cube, and Pablo Schreiber in Den of Thieves. They are our nominees. I think we got as far as Chris picking first, so let's carry on from there. Um, I don't know, fuck it, I'll go for it. My bronze is Nicole DeBoer from the Cube. My silver, because he was an absolute revelation, Alan McCoy from The Shot of Glory. <laughs> but my gold, because I am still laughing about half of this stuff that he does, is Jason Momoa from Fast X. He absolutely made that film. Do you want to give any context to your bronze medal to Nicole DeBoer? Nicole DeBoer. I just remember being probably the best actor in that entire film. Probably right, yeah. I think so. Well, we did nominate She's the only one that jumped out at me. The other ones... Yeah. Pablo, she was put a uh, sour taste in because of Master Chief. <laughs> right, yeah. Andy, what are your picks? Uh, I'm going to agree with Chris on bronze and uh, Nicole DeBoer uh, to elaborate a bit more. She was the best thing in that film. She was obviously definitely um, good because then she did the Battlestar Galactica and actually got an action career out of it. Mm. She's chocolate face the planet now, but still. <laughs> Small steps. Silver, I'm going to go for... Leave Campbell and Scream. Oh. Because she actually does that, that pretty well. And she obviously is in like seven other Scream films. So she's doing something right. However, Jason Momoa in Fast X. Gold. Some may say it's not acting. Some may say it's in <laughs> real life because I've met him. It is him. But he puts a twist on it. And my God, does he put a gay twist on it. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, I'm not voting for Momoa, but it also means I can't change the fact that he's going to win. So <laughs> Momoa is your winner. My seer, bronze to Eddie Murphy, because I've really enjoyed him with Cop, although, as you say, that's kind of what he does all the time. My silver, I'm going to George Clooney for my silver, because I think it was, it changed him in my eyes, like George Clooney. I didn't think he was that good. 
could do what I wanted, but in that film he did. But I'm going Ali McCoy to my gold medal. I think <laughs> unfairly. He would be an honourable mention to me, to be fair. If Bill Goldberg won a season, then I think Ali McCoy would be. <laughs> if it wasn't for Jason Momoa, he'd be winning it hands down, yeah. Ali McCoy. But yeah, Momoa is the winner in his role as Dante in Fast 10. But yeah, it wasn't to my particular tastes what he was doing in that film. I mean, the whole film wasn't really. But he's the winner. Can't argue. From best to worst, worst acting is next. Former winners. Nicholas Cage, <laughs> Rosamund Pike, Peter Dinklage, Template Podcast Hall of Fame. Is she not a winner for the same? No, don't. Never mind. No. Carry on. Emily Ratajkowski from Gone Girl. No, the entire good. cast of The Room. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. He was nominated twice that year. And <laughs> Christopher Lambert for Highlander. For the last that, was it. that was the other Scottish accent that was absolute shit. Ah, you're right. <laughs> it, was. it was Christopher Lambert. Nominees. Worst acting this year. Alexandra Ship in Space Oddity. I can't I tell you who she is. The, the, the main girl. Mm, I can't yeah. her right. name. She was in X-Men, which is bizarre. Ernest Liu from, <laughs> from Dust Till Dawn. Uh, Scott, the son of Harvey Keitel. Fred Curry is the actor name of the yellow jersey guy in The Human Race. Right. Nikki Guadagni, who's Holloway in Cube. Robert Duval in A Shot at Glory the winner of our Worst Accent Award, Rose McGowan in Scream, and Vin Diesel in Fast 10. I can't believe we've got this far without really mentioning Vin Diesel in this podcast, but he is worst acting. Uh, Andy, to go first. Right. This one's actually fairly easy, I reckon. I'm going to go for... Uh, yeah, Bronze, Rose McGowan, Scream, because she literally was the worst thing about that film. Silver... Robert Duvall, because he was pretty shit. His accent, his accent, like, his acting was okay, but his accent pushed him over to being in that thing. However, it can't be topped by just how shit he really was in his own film. Finn Diesel, Fast Ten, he got outacted by everybody else, and then moaned about it afterwards. So, complained, yeah. That makes a bad actor right there. Righty ho. I'm going to go honourable mention that yellow jersey guy in Human Race. I think that was mainly because he was miscast and didn't fit the role. So he's going to get an <laughs> honourable mention. Andy's right about Robert Duval. It was the accent. So he's getting a bronze from me. Just The accent was bad enough. That thing was, apart from the legendary telephone scene, uh, his he was okay at acting. So that. I'm now stuck between two. I'm going to try and make Chris be the bit of tiebreaker here. Vin Diesel gets my silver because that's Andy's thing. But Ernest Liu, his entire acting career is being in From Dust Till Dawn. And that says pretty much how good he was in that one film, which he had a sizable role, did Ernest Liu. So he's my gold. Chris? Uh, my bronze is uh, Vin Diesel. Mm. Like, his acting ability has gone down from the first fra- uh, Fast and Furious film. <clears throat> But he's still really good at Riddick. I want to do more Riddick films because he could actually act in that. My silver is Fred Coo, the yellow jersey guy. Uh, what is it? He described himself as a, a Tour de France cyclist. Yeah, he's he a was like cyclist. Yeah. Three stone overweight or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my gold is Robert Duvall because he was fucking horrendous. Even even his crying, like, he was the same oh, in what yeah. film was it? That film. <laughs> With uh, Michael Douglas falling down, 
Like, out of nowhere, his face is kind of like, for some reason. <laughs> he didn't see him with this, but he just cried. So that means I left for Chris to break the tie. He's actually given us a tie, Andy. So we're going to have to get the oh, old shit. number generator out here. I'm eating my, I'm eating my crackers. Uh, well, unfortunately, you've got to tell us... 40 years as a decent actor is beyond me now. Whether Robert Duvall or Vin Diesel was the worst actor of the year. Oh, hold tell on. Us. Right. <laughs> and uh, films. We'll do one, one to four. We'll do one to four, so do like one, two, three, four. Uh, so, so Robert Duvall, one and two, Vin Diesel, three and four. Would that be the best right. way to do it? Do it. Can you see it? Yep. And Vin Diesel! Yay! Well done, Vin. <laughs> Vin I Diesel. think that's fair. <laughs> Robert yeah. Duvall is, is the accent. Vin Diesel is the acting. Yeah. <laughs> Awards. That's fair. Uh, Vin Diesel also... We've we saw him be okay in the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. And then to, to be bad in Fast Ten. And it's not like even that he's bad in the Fast and the Furious. It's the fact that he moaned about it, like, oh, Jason Momoa stole my light and blah 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 was really good. It's like just just act better than you bell end. Or you're the producer slash like, director. Don't fucking hire them. Stop bitching <laughs> about it, bell end. Okay, another new award. Something else I was tracking throughout the year. Most in the wrong movie. What one character, person, actor, otherwise stood out as what the hell are you doing in this piece of entertainment? Nominees. Anna Faris in Just Friends. That might be for good reasons. Most in the wrong movie. Brie Larson in Fast 10. Speaking of Fast 10. Golik got nominated again for Alien 3. That's mainly because he isn't in one of the versions of it, but it was really important to the point where he won a pointy award for the other version. Howard for Big Bang Theory was in Space Oddity, doing a weird Russian accent. Imhotep in The Mummy Returns. Was it just so they could call it The Mummy Returns? Is that why he <laughs> yeah. was in that film? Michael Keaton in A Shot at Glory. The O'Brien family <laughs> in Den of Thieves, i.e. Gerard Butler's family, who sunk that film anytime they appeared on screen and then Serge in Beverly Hills Cop because entertaining but was he, why is he in that film doesn't quite fit with everybody else they are our nominees I forget where we are is it me, me to go first okay. I just went to you me? Yeah. I've got four marked out as being important here I'm going to go with my honourable mention Imhotep because yeah genuinely isn't that film you don't by that that did, did annoy me. It wasn't as good. As, I could do it now because I'm kind of free. I could do my in, Imhotep impression from The Mummy Returns. <laughs> no! That's <the> <laughs> that film. So I can do that now. Uh, yes, that was the best bit that he did in that film. So because of that, he only gets an honorable mention. Uh, Michael Keaton. The main problem I had with that was that uh, Robert Duvall just could have played that character and then they could have got Brian Cox or an actual good Scottish actor to be the manager. But no. Had to be Michael Keaton for some reason. Silver, the O'Brien family, and all of Big Nick's background story kind of ruins that film, apart from the one scene where he walks in on the wife on the double date. But most in the wrong movie, Brie Larson, Fast 10. I have no idea why. Absolutely <laughs> not even the first idea why she is in Fast 10. That's my gold medal. Chris. Um... My bronze, I'm going to give it to the O'Brien family from Den of Thieves. My silver is Brie Larson from Fast X. Because, <clears> like you said, it's just that, that spinning round scene where they're just discussing everything's happened in the past films. Yeah. That's pretty much all she does, and maybe drink Stella. But my gold is Michael Keaton from A Shot of Glory. Oh, okay. Did they even gold. need him in the film? 
Yeah, the threat of, I'm going to take the team to Ireland. <laughs> it could have just been the manager did a good job of getting him to the final. There was no need for the moving the team thing and him just being the boss. Andy. Right. I'm going to blow this whole thing wide open. Ooh, okay. Cementing it. I'm going to go for bronze. Power from the Big Bang Theory. Like, right. His, his career died. The, the fact that he's in the film doesn't bother me. It's why he's Russian. He didn't well, have to yeah. be Russian at all. Yeah. But also, that's a career dive right there. He's in the most popular sitcom to that pish. Yeah. Speaking of pish, Brie Larson in Fast and Furious 10. Like, she, she was, she's not even eye candy. She's too pointless. Yeah, that's still good. <laughs> uh, and Michael Keaton gets the gold, shot of glory, because he's basically just playing Bruce Wayne by the football team. <laughs> I that would have been 10 times more interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Bruce well, Wayne in a shot of glory. I didn't think you were going that way. You've now given us another tie. This is yeah. unprecedented. Yeah, I don't know if it's... It just shows you what kind of season we had this year. There's so many plausible options that the... Uh, we've got another tie. So Brie Larson is tied with Michael Keaton as the most in a wrong movie yeah. here. And we do one at six this time. Imagine one at six. Fly over Kilmockey. <laughs> They're playing football. Oh, oh, shit. Hold on. I dropped the most important tool ever. Well, he's crisps. His cracker. Oh, beer. My phone. Oh, phone. Well, I dropped, <laughs> dropped the number generator. Dropped so they didn't want a six, did you see? Right. You see it? Uh, hang on. So Brie Larson won a three, and then Michael Keaton, four, five, six. Ready? Go. Six. Michael Keaton is in a shot at glory, but shouldn't be for some reason. <laughs> Stole it. Brie Larson was on a winner there until Andy's nomination at the very end. A bit of a twist ending, you might say, which twist. is a very obvious segue into best twist. Which is next? Some classic template podcast twists in the past. Boy in the Striped Pajamas was a previous best twist where they gassed the main character. The Witch was that the Black Phillip was the devil? Was that the twist at the end of the Witch? I think. I love that. I love that Black Phillip. That film still gets great reviews. (laughs) You liked it. I loved Black Phillip, but you you liked that film way better than me and Andy did. I think. Alien best twist. Twist and alien. Oh, I think it's Ash being a robot. I think. Ready or not, that the curse was real. Seven, the basically the ending of Seven, and then The Shining, which the twist was basically that poor old Dick Halloran got killed again. (laughs) (laughs) Jack, how you behind the thing? What? (laughs) So that twist ending. Nominees best twist for this season. Ames was working with Dante the whole time in Fast Ten. Brakowski was the one who killed Slevin's mother in Lucky Number Slevin. Donnie is the mastermind of the whole thing in Den of Thieves. Ghostface is Billy and Stu in Scream. Kilnocky FC did not win the Scottish <laughs> Cup final in A Shot at Glory. The main character, again, main character, was killed off first in the human race. We spent 10 minutes getting introduced to her and she's gone. Ripley has an alien inside of her in Alien 3. And the titty, with titty Twister is actually a vampire lair in From Dust Till Dawn. This is, this, this is a hard one, this. this I mean, it, it season is so evenly matched throughout the entire season, all these things. This is some good ass twists. Oh, right. shit. Is it Chris <laughs> first? Yeah. Um, right, so my bronze. I'll go for Kilnocky did it win the cop because in most films like that, they'll go on to meet the big evil. Rangers and win the final. 
Uh, my silver, I'll go for Donny as the mastermind in Den of Thieves. Mm-hmm. But gold, because I generally didn't see this coming, is the main characters killed off in human race. Right, a human race. Like, like I said before, that big build up of the harsh. Like, oh, yeah, she's going to win mind this. That, literally. literally, first step, bang. The blue's mind, literally. Uh, Andy, what are your picks? Hey, this, is, this is a hard one. This is probably my hardest one so far. So I'm going to go for... I'm going to go for Ames working for Dan, uh, Dante the whole time in Fast X or Bronze because you kind of think it's coming. Then it's like, oh, no, it's coming. He's joined the Familia. Then it's like, oh, no, he did. So, right. It's a well-delivered twist. I'll say that yeah. much about Fast X. But I didn't see that coming. And then I'm going to say... First time around, this is the reason why I get silver, is the titty twisters of Vampire Lair, because that film really just, you don't see vampires coming out. It's, it's going that way, and all of a sudden, oh, vampires. Yeah, it goes didn't, didn't see that coming at all. <clears throat> However, one that always gets me, and I've seen it a million and one times, 100%, you know uh, Billy is 100% a killer, but Stu, he's the quiet one, he doesn't seem like a killer. But both of them, as Ghostface, blow my mind every time. Gets you every time, is it? Gets me every time, like Chris says. Uh, right, again, I've got a clear winner here, so I need to work up to that. It's tough. I think I might have to go Ghostface. I think I, until now, I, I know it now because I covered it for the podcast. In the past, I think I'm always like, I'm never quite, couldn't ever write, remember who it was. I don't know about my silver, though. I think because I mentioned it, I'll go fast 10 aims with my silver. But my gold is Donnie being revealed at the end of Den of Thieves. Because I think I always remember, like, how did they get away with How did they get with it? And I remember that Big Nick catches them on the road. But I do forget the last step, which is that Donnie the whole time was, like, pulling the strings behind everybody. I think that wins it. It does. That wins it for Den of Thieves. Pointy award winner. Best twist. Donnie mastermind in that movie. On the next one, most underused, previously won by Bill Paxton, Jack Black, and Steve Gutenberg. (laughs) Bill Paxton was that hit woman film with Gina Carano in it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Haywire, that was him. Jack Black, probably... World World of Worlds, yeah. yeah. And Mm. Gutenberg, I think, was Cocoon. Uh, yes, I think our least popular episode of all time, Cocoon, from all different angles. I think <laughs> somebody used in that. Was that a wheel? Uh, yeah, no. it was a wheel. Was it? It was. It was a wheel, but somebody right. picked it to put it on the wheel. Ah, back right, the yeah. Nominees: most underused in the ringer, Brian Cox. <laughs> in a shot at glory, Brian Cox. <laughs> Fast Ten, Jason Statham. Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly K. Hills Cop, it says on here. Paul Reiser was in that film. The Rock in The Mummy Returns. Charlton Copley in Beast. Stephen Root in Just Friends. And from Dust Till Dawn, Tom Savini, a six machine. They are <laughs> our nominees. Oh, is that the, gun, the pistol penis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who turned into the rat vampire. That was him. Is it me? No, I mean. And Andy. Right. I'm going for Bronze. He's been out of the limelight for some while, but Sharpie Pop play from Beast. Beast. I always say that. I've got a bit of in my mouth too. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, Good for a podcast. Huh? It's close. It's Should close. We do ASMR. 
Yeah. <laughs> but he was in it almost enough, but he could have been in a bit more. Jason Stay from Fast X would have elevated that film a little bit more for me. Definitely. However, a shot of glory, Brian Cox. Yeah, you're right. He should have just been the main guy. He should have been Gordon. He really yeah. should have been. <clears throat> right, I've got three marked out, and Andy has mentioned two of them. For the same reason Andy said, Jason Statham was most underused in Fast 10. Mainly because, as well, because he was like fourth build on the poster as being in mm. this film. And it's literally one scene. And half of that was in the end of the previous film. So him. I'm going to go for The Rock as my silver uh, in retrospect. Because he's in one scene, actually. One scene in the CGI. But they also didn't realise they had the biggest like movie star possible and didn't use him in their film. But I'm the same as Andy. Brian Cox, nominated twice. I'm giving my goal to him for A Shot of Glory because he just should have been the main character in A Shot of Glory. Chris? Um, right, so my bronze, I'll give you is uh, Jason Statham in the Fast X. Like I said, he was one of the top bill. He's in it for like three, two minutes tops, maybe. Um, my silver, I'm going to go for Brian Cox from The Ringer. Ooh, for the silver. Uh, but my gold is The Rock from Mummer Returns. They had him. Why not just use him through the, like, even the CGI bit, just use him instead of using some fucking computer <laughs> game like this. Yeah, exactly. You had him to use. Uh, second place, The Rock ends up behind Brian Cox. If you combine these nominations together, he cruises it. But yeah, yeah. for a shot at glory specifically, but with a wee ringer kind of kicker. Uh, most underused Brian Cox. Um, he's always underused in every film he's in. He's never the everything. main guy, apart from in everything. Never used enough in <laughs> Succession, yeah. Which I've not actually seen properly. You might be in that, not enough as well. We'll find out. Best badass. We do love a badass in the Tempo podcast. That is next. Previous winner, only one. That was Quaritch in Avatar. That was the. Uh, he was a badass. He was a badass. That was the only winner <laughs> last last season. Nominees this year. Axel Foley <laughs> in Beverly Hills Cop, Casey Ryback in Under Siege, Dominic Toretto in The Fast and the Furious, The Lion in Beast, <laughs> Merriman in Den of Thieves, Mickey oh. in Snatch, Six Machine in From Dust Till Dawn, and the aforementioned Shaw, Jason Statham, in Fast 10. Uh, me this time? I've completely lost whose turn it is. A tough one. Some real badasses here. Wanna pick him? How do I fit him in? No, I think oh Mickey is my bronze because he wins every boxing match when he tries, basically, with one punch. Silver he's an absolute badass, and that's kind of what makes his character Merriman Den of Thieves being an absolute kind of I don't know killing machine and robbery machine. But I think the most badass character in the entire season is that lion. It just, he snaps and he's just like, I'm going to take every single one of your kind down for no, like it, it just, it has no purpose, this lion, except to just be a killing machine of humans. So he's the, he's the best badass, I think. Chris? I'll give him the honourable mention, the lion. Because <laughs> it did take, I don't know how many oh, times it shot and more lines to take him down, so yeah, yeah he was a bit of a badass. My, I agree with my, your silver and bronze. 
but my gold goes to Casey Ryback managed to take down an entire ship of people himself, pretty much. Yeah, had little help, didn't he? Very yeah. little help. Andy? I'm going to go for Bronze Merriman, Den of Thieves. Yeah. I'm going to go for Silver, who's all short but sweet, Shaw, Fast 10. He was very badass in that one scene that he was in. Yep. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Chris. Casey Ryback, Under Siege, Gold. Because <laughs> he, he, he took down a whole fucking entire ship. He's just a chef. He's just, a, he's cook. just a cook. He's just a cook. Yeah. Just a cook. That wins it for, uh, what do you call him, Steven Seagal. I can't argue. They're all badasses. I just wanted to make sure the lion got represented there. <laughs> so Casey Ryback, Under Siege, a pointy winner for Steven Seagal's performance, basically. That's Casey Ryback. I reckon that's the first thing he's ever won in his life. <laughs> Except from some uh, fake martial art fights. Pooped <laughs> himself. Oh, yeah, that as well. Yeah. Doesn't really make him a winner. <laughs> I'm going to find a YouTube video of this. I don't believe you. It's on the, the Always Sunny podcast. I can't remember what episode it is, though. I'll need to find I call, it. I call bullshit. Stick up shit. Um, most Annoying Kid is next. We're going to see this. It was classic. Oh, they annoy me. Denny from The Room was the first winner. Melvin from Tremors was next. That oh. little kid in Jurassic Park that annoys, uh, what do you call him, Sam Neill, who has to get out Everybody, of the club yeah. in Jurassic Park. And then Bruce oh, Wayne, <laughs> whiny little Bruce Wayne in Batman Begins uh, is the last one. <laughs> Nominees this time round. Alex from The Mummy Returns. That's <laughs> a kid. He's the son. He's the son. He's not. Can't, no, wait until you get to it. <laughs> All right, okay. The daughters in Beast, Edward Zelda's daughters, that are, keep getting into trouble. The friend zoning little girl in Just Friends. She's the one, if you remember, that one boy gives her a cookie and she immediately mm. gives it to another guy. Uh, so her. Jackie <laughs> McQuillan <laughs> Jr. from A Shot at Glory, Ally McCoy's son. Kazan in Cube, who was not, not a child. <laughs> Nominated, he won, unfortunately. <laughs> The three pavilion kids in Space Oddity, uh, going from loving army to loving space to all the time being annoying. The, the little squealing Japanese boy in the human, human race, whose only I purpose really was just to squeal, yes. And then Stu in Scream. He's not a kid either. He was at school. How is he not a kid? Well, because he looked like he was 30. Well, yeah, he was 26 <laughs> or something, wasn't he? 26, 27? I can't remember. Chris, I didn't I even notice Kazan. It was Stu that I was laughing at. He's a high schooler. That's a child. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, Chris, yeah. to start. It's Chris. Oh, it's me. Yeah. Um, my bronze is the little Japanese boy because that scream just went right through me. The silver. Uh, I'll go for the daughters from Beast because I don't know. It's just they're just being a bit of a dick to their dad when you try to save them. And uh, my gold is... I've lost it now. The friends on a little girl from Just Friends. Like, here, do you want my cookie? Oh, yeah, I love a cookie. Yeah, here, take my cookie. What a little bitch. Yep, absolutely. Can't argue. I'd be like the other guy. I want my fucking cookie back. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't giving it to him. <laughs> hey, Andy, what are your picks? I'm going to go for... I'm basing these purely on the other kids, by the way. <laughs> so I'm going to go for... Little Japanese boy from Human Race, Bronze. Jackie McQuillock Jr., because he just didn't listen to his dad. But the daughters from Beast, they just did not listen at all. 
stay in the thing. Oh, I want to go save blah, blah, blah. Stay I'm here. Oh, I want to go here. It's like, yeah. fuck it, let's your villains. Yeah, exactly. We found this abandoned town with a whole bunch of dead bodies. What you should totally I'll go look at a goat. Off. I'm off. Yeah. But my top three. Which way around are these? The squealing Japanese boy is bronze because he was less annoying through voluntarily. So silver, far more voluntarily annoying, was the friend-zoning little girl handing off the cookie. And I don't care what you say, Stu in Scream is the most annoying character we've done this yes. season. Oh, and he is a child. Hit me with a phone, dick! <laughs> yes, that's classic. Yeah. Tiebreaker time, Andy, again. Oh, <laughs> so many this season, we just don't agree on anything. That's been the, the story of this. Uh, this I'm doing uh, one, one eight this time. Right. So the daughters from Beast are the first four, and then the friend-zoning little girl is five, six, seven, and eight. Right, okay, you see it? Yep. Uh, press. Three, that means the two daughters, I went to say Elba, whose character names I don't even bloody have written down here, are the winners <laughs> of most annoying kids. First time, two childs. Two childs? Two children. Two kids are annoying. Yes. Our final award before we get on to the proper, proper awards that we're all here for, Best Plan. Still an old favourite of ours, so that's how we're really the tippy-top awards here. Best Plan. Logan Lucky's heist, previous winner, Hans Gruber's plan. If only that pesky John McLean hadn't been there, he'd have got away with it. Mm. The Seven Deadly Sins in Seven, and then the Gremlins' assassination of Mrs. Deagle in Gremlins. <laughs> 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 Which was perfectly executed. So this season's best plans. Nominees. Dante's plan to basically do everything that he did in Fast 10. Donnie's master plan for everything that they did in Den of Thieves. Him, Herpes Simplex 10 in Beverly Hills Cop when he walks up to the club. I was and trying to like, read that here going, what the fuck is that? <laughs> but then as soon as you say Herpes Simplex, yeah. I, like, I know yeah. exactly what you mean. I'm here for Mr. Maitland to tell him it's Ramon who he met last <laughs> Wednesday or whatever it was. <laughs> the, uh, the Kansas City Shuffle, which we think is what Slevin's Revenge was all about in Lucky Number Slevin. Uh, the plan to let Levin, the maths genius, work everything out in Cube. The Pikey's plan for revenge in Snatch. The plan to trap the alien and cover it in molten lead and explode it in Alien 3. And then the trio of bad guys who hid and pushed everybody on the grass in the human race, one of which was <laughs> Poopy Diaper Guy. Now, they are the best plan nominees. Who's first this time? Me. I've just went. Andy. Me. Right, there's a lot of good plans here. Do. What am I going to do? I'm going to go for Herpes Simplex 10 bronze because <laughs> yeah. it worked. And then I'm going for Donnie's plan and Den of Thieves because once again it worked. Very much so. However, the man was a genius. He walked into a room full of armed guards. He knew he was doing Dante's plan, Fast 10, flawlessly executed. Jason Momoa gets the votes from Andy again. I'm going for, my bronze is the Eddie Murphy Herpes Simplex 10, get him into the Harrow Club. That's my bronze. My silver is Slevin's Revenge in Lucky Number Slevin, which is perfectly flawlessly excellently executed plan. However, I think Donnie, his plan was a more better thought out deep 
My, all o- my only issue with your Slevin one is he called a save Slevin after the fucking horse. Somebody could have worked that out. If they paid enough attention, they would have done. Yeah, exactly. But he got away with it. It worked. So, yeah, that's mine. Chris. Uh, okay, so my... I'm going to give an honorable mention to Dante's plan because it was good. But my bronze is the trio of bad guys hiding and push me on the grass because <laughs> it did whittle a lot of people down. Although I've never just thought about it. when it came to the, the last three, what would they have done? But I was thinking of that as well, yeah. actually, when I was putting this together. I was thinking... But then there were the three simpletons, so they would end up fighting before then, regardless. Mm. Uh, my silver is going to Donnie's Den of Thieves master plan. Uh, but my gold is Slevin. His Slevin whole is the plan gold. to wipe out everybody that killed his parents is flawless. It is. It's not as good as Donnie's master plan in total, though. It is the winner with two silvers and a gold medal. Well, I Donnie, I Den that of one is bronze. And uh, the two are bad guys are silver. Nah, too late now. You can't. Uh, I think it would still have won. Yeah, it still would have won. Right. <laughs> I think. Anyway, trying to rig the awards. Can't rig awards, Chris. <laughs> I know. You can't change after the results. Well, that's, what, that's why I said that afterwards, after I knew the results were. I can't rig it beforehand. Well, on to our major awards, then. These are the big ones. And there's a couple of, I say, a couple of contextual ones in here. So the next one the Chris Cameo Award. <laughs> People that Chris tried to claim was a cameo throughout the season that we've given Chris his own wee category that we could decide what was... Well, I guess give... Let's Chris decide. What do you mean? Technically, fucking Meryl Walker is a cameo. Alanis Morissette, he nominated for Just Friends, who was not in the film. <laughs> it was a cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> that was his best, best cameo. <laughs> At one point, he tried to claim Corey Stoll was a cameo in Lucky Number this, this was the peak of Chris recognising people. I yeah, recognise him. Like, I never picked him as best cameo. No, <laughs> you, I was mentioned. This is you adding stuff and fucking blaming me. You know, we listen to the podcast back. Listen to it back. You go, you go through that whole episode and tell us, tell me that they don't discuss. They, they don't discuss him. Damon Wyan, wait, Wyans, Wayans, Wayans, and Beryl Hills Cop. <laughs> I added at the last minute because Eddie Murphy kind of knew who he was in his first film ever, and it was a, it was a cameo. A cameo. It's a retrospective yeah. Chris cameo. Well, Chris, yeah, at one point, mentioned in passing about how John Saxon could be included as a cameo in from John Saxon. Even, exactly, but you were like, we're talking about the people who could be cameos. And I was like, oh, we could have Kelly I Preston. Know who John was, Saxon is. <laughs> I said, <laughs> Kelly Preston, she's oh. the news reporter. And you're like, oh, yeah, but if you're including her, you could have John Saxon. And I was like, I have no idea who that is, Chris. So. Neither do I. So, how the okay. fuck am I at that? Don't know. Meadow Walker as best uh, cameo. Uh. Well, Chris is going to argue, yes, that is a cameo. She's only in the film because she is Paul Walker's daughter. But it doesn't really work as a viewer. It works for yeah. her. But yeah. it doesn't work as, oh, look, there's Meadow Walker. That's the same as having Gwyneth Paltrow in Dogma as a random passenger, all because she was happened to be there by Affleck was there that day. But you yeah, would recognise Gwyneth Paltrow. But you know who Gwyneth Paltrow is because she's done stuff. She said the course stuff. I recognise him now. This, this is why this is the Chris cameo. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but I don't know why we're arguing with you. It's your award. Yeah. And then Sean Walker in A Shot of Glory because... <laughs> well, that's literally got added because he is in the film and nobody else has ever been in the film. Yeah, so mm. I don't know. I don't know how we decide this one here. This is really just to put fun at Chris and the people who think it's a cameo. But... I don't know who John Saxon is because I haven't got a fucking clue who that is. <laughs> so, right, you talk us through who you think the best cameo and I'll... Ah, well, I feel like Sean has to be gold because nobody else, none of us are ever going to be in a film. And he is there, clear as day. 
And Silver, I'll go for Meadow Walker. No oh, shit, no, Damon Wayne's was quite funny as the banana man. He was not yeah, banana. Oh, I'm, I'm still classing that as Banana Man was uh, my silver and Meadow Walker was bronze. But Sean wins it. Sean, Sean wins it. Um, he was an FBI agent, was John Saxon. The problem I have is I've ended up on Wikipedia looking this information up, and it says next to it, cameo appearance. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Chris has been in there changing that shit. So, <laughs> That's what it is, yeah. So where was the last He knew you were going to do it. He'd set you up. He teed you up perfectly in this one. But genuinely, like, the, the whole thing, there's an extra column in his filmography, and it's like, unfinished movie appears in this column, and then blank, 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 was director, blank, 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 unfinished movie, blank, 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 and then from dust to dawn, cameo appearance, and then <laughs> blank, 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 blank. This guy made hundreds of films. There's only one that says cameo appearance next to it. Definitely Christmas Indian Jameson. Who's an FBI agent. If you remember how prevalent the FBI agents were, I believe yep. he must have been the guy on the news that Kelly Preston interviewed that was doing, we're looking for oh, the... Yes! I so know presumably it's him. Now. Yeah. But, like, this point, I think he might have to be the winner. <laughs> I'm sorry. But anyway, that was well, the Chris Cameron because. Sean, Sean's the winner. Okay, Sean's the winner. Say that. The best cameo, though. So this is actual cameos that we managed to argue round. And these are, who was the best cameo? Previous winners, Robert Downey Jr. in Chef and Sean William Scott in Old School are the best cameos up to this point. Some context there for you. Nominees, Dwayne Johnson in Fast 10. Ewan Bremner in Snatch, Ja Rule in The Fast and the Furious, Linda Blair in Scream, Michael Bisping in Den of Thieves, Patton Oswalt in 80 for Brady, Robert Forster in Lucky Number Seven, and then the SFA referees of the late 1990s in A Shot of Glory, because they cast yeah. actual referees as the referees in this movie. Uh, me first. Must be about that point now. My three... It's tough because it's just—it's a very niche one. All films are niche thing, but the SFA referees get my bronze because it was actually like, John... even ex-players are in that. So like, all the ex-SFA people or footballers should be included in that one. But for me, it was the ref, like the or Hugh Dallas. Yeah, no. Why did it have to be John Robottom? Why did it have to be Mike McCurry? Like, there's no reason for this. So that's my bronze. So I've got two others on sheer. Uh, quality of performance. I'll give Bisping Silver and Den of Thieves. That's just so random, but it was English, that was the point. But Robert Forster just about stole the film with his cameo appearance in Lucky Number Slivin, telling the, the tale of how Slivin came to be, basically. So he's my gold. Uh, Chris? Uh, Ewan Bremner from Snatch gets my bronze. Uh, no, fuck it. He gets my silver. The SFA get my bronze. <laughs> No, I don't even want that. Linda Blair from Scream gets my bronze. I didn't recognise her. <laughs> I, I recognised her. Uh, Ewan Bremer gets my silver. And Robert Forster gets my gold. Robert Forster as well. Gold okay, for no, him. A, a mission to get to that. <laughs> Got there in the end. Andy, what are your I'm best cameras? Linda Blair, bronze, Scream. Robert Forster, silver, Slevin. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson, fast 10. Because nobody's seen that coming. And it gets you excited for the new one, I'm sure. It no, does. Him and Don't get their own film before the next fast film. No, the latest rumours are that Vin Diesel fucking hates The Rock again and the whole film's been cancelled again. 
Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's because he knows he's going to get outacted again. Aye. What a guy. What a <laughs> he fucking hates everybody. He's just me if I'm do another Riddick film. If I was an actor, I'm Vin Diesel, I'm telling you right now. Fuck him. Hate him. <laughs> Best inanimate object. One of the 10-point podcast most oh, favourite things. Oh, sorry. I thought we were watching Robert <laughs> Forster. Two golds and a silver Robert. Robert Forster. Oh, shit. I think Robert I noticed it and you started talking about the Fast Anyway, Robert Forster. Best inanimate object. I'm so excited to go into this. <laughs> Previous inanimate objects in our Hall of Fame, basically. A dildo, some tumbleweed, a tooth cart, Terry Crews' big gun, a lightsaber and a Batmobile. So, yeah. <laughs> Any questions? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Me and myself are reading. Is that the dildo? Yep. Yeah. 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 I think it was uh. the fist, I think. <laughs> Oh, that's why he drops, pulls it behind him, and bounces around. Yeah. <laughs> Nominees oh. for this season. The old banana and the tailpipe from God. Beverly Hills Cop. The buttons in the cube. Yeah. The legendary metal, possibly, buttons. The cannon car in Fast 10. And the 1970 Dodge Charger in the Fast and the Furious. The kids' homemade spaceship that they built in the pavilion in the Space Oddity. The microwave bomb that took 16 <laughs> minutes or something like that for it to explode in Under Siege. The penis gun in From Dust Till Dawn. Aww. And the saw LMG that Chris would die on a hill for in Den of yeah. Thieves. We're just not talking about it. And luckily, it's Chris to go first. Was it? Oh, shit. Um, uh, my bronze. Do you know what? I'll give it to the saw. Just that whole scene of him just like waiting and then putting his hand down and just fucking... Blowing everything around, uh, and it was great. My silver is going to be Dom's 1970 Charger from the Fast and the Furious, but gold because it's just iconic. It's the microwave bomb from Under Siege. Oh, all right, okay. What were you thinking? Uh, we'll wait and see, won't we? Yeah, exactly. I'm going for bronze. <clears throat> I'm going for the 1970 Dodge Charger because I want that. Mm-hmm. Just as much as I would like silver, a penis gun. <laughs> <laughs> However, it was such a simple thing, and it works. Banana on a tailpipe. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> so, one of mine's not been mentioned yet, so I'm just going to give it bronze. The buttons in Cube. <laughs> That's the only I, other thing you liked about the buttons. I don't know what they were made of. Like it, 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 oh, they, they sucked on them to keep the saliva going, but somehow they could scrawl in the cube with them. <laughs> I don't know. So that's my bronze. <clears throat> my silver is banana tailpipe, the old banana tailpipe technique. But my gold is where I thought Chris was going. And I know Andy wants one now. Penis gun. How can you go wrong with penis gun? The problem is, I, I, don't, I don't know how it worked though, because he kind of like just flicked his hips <laughs> and it came down and it just shot. Yeah, and he, and he flicked it back up. Oh, did he? he? A, yeah, yeah, he had a hand that's, that's, remote thing. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that's caused a tie, Andy. I apologize. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Banana and the tailpipe, penis gun. <laughs> right, I'm going to do uh, 1 to 50. Oh right, God. so the first 25 is banana tailpipe and 26 to 50 is penis hey, gun. You see it? Yep. Go. And 44, penis gun. Hey. Yeah. Good old penis gun. I've got caps lock on now. <laughs> penis gun is the winner. Uh, a, a real proper winner, I would say, that deserves to be in the, our Hall of Fame. And I'll have to say penis gun on that list every time <laughs> we get to it. I don't know why this is now, because there's some strange... Nominees, uh, 
awards to come after it. But Michael Pena, the Michael Pena Award for the best telling of a story is next. Another major award here. Previous winners, Amy Dunn and Gone Girl. Chuck. I don't know what that is. The word Chuck. 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 Such a good award we've forgotten. Chuck. I don't know what, what Chuck is. Someone called Chuck won the award for best telling of a story or something. Oh, is that it, Dog Soldiers? No, because it's the tattoo story. It's another winner. Which oh, yeah. It did win. Quint and his uh, USS Indianapolis yeah. for Jaws. And then Why Kate Hates Christmas, that hellish story in Gremlins. <laughs> it's the hellish Chuck. So what was the first winner? Amy Dunn and Gone Girl. When was that? Was that season one or two? That was season two. So after that, season three. You're never gonna find it. Chuck. Say suckers. Was somebody called Chuck in that? Who is Chuck? Yeah. The the viewers are messaging. They'll tell us who Chuck is. Someone tell us. Anyway, that Chris might find out. Anyway, the nominees: Andy Gray's brief history of Scottish football in a shot of glory. Clemens, that's our main man Charles Dance, on why he has a barcode in Alien 3. Fred Williamson's tale about Nam and from Dust Till Dawn, which ends with Sex Machine Crappy's back. How oh, to Kill yeah. People with Pigs by Bricktop in Snatch. Live Life a Quarter Mile at a Time by Dominic Toretto in Fast and Furious. Merriman, as he talks everybody through the federal bank heist in Den of Thieves. Robert Forster, as Murphy, reveals Slevin's entire life history at the end of Slevin, at lucky number Slevin. And then Super Cops from Beverly Hill Cop, Ready Murphy, covers for the boys, and then they blow the whole thing. Michael Penny Award. Is it Chris to go first? No, I guess no, I went last time. Andy, go first. Right, I'm going for bronze. I'm going for Andy Gray, explaining Scottish football, basically Rangers and Celtic. <laughs> Covered it off for me quite easily. And then I'm going for Murphy, Robert Forster. And Slevin, because that was actually the best part of Slevin. Made that film not. <laughs> However, gold, super cops. Eddie Murphy just explaining what they did. Brilliant. You're not, not far off of what I've kind of gone with here, I think, Andy. I think How to Kill People with Pigs is pretty good by old Bricktop. So that's getting my bronze. I think, what's the spirit of the Michael Pena Award? I think of the best two that's telling. left. Yeah, so I think Robert Forster gets my silver it's a good story but there's something about the rhythm and the way Eddie Murphy tells Super Cops it's more like Michael Payne so I'm going Super Cops Chris uh, How to Kill People with Pigs is my bronze my silver is Eddie Murphy Super Cops but my gold is uh, Robert Foster's uh, Murphy Slevin story Oh, very close but Eddie Murphy takes it no oh. Eddie Murphy takes it two, two golds for him the Super Cops I, ironically Michael Pena's never actually done a Michael Pena award yet. Yeah. Oh, we, we had, had to him force him into it once. The, where they had the, the cops meet in yes. the, what film is that? Vacation. Yeah. That's Vacation. Right, yeah. So we're just talking to each other. We just included that as a Pena award. <laughs> That's right. That's right. When they met at the four different states. <laughs> Best villain is next. I think that's because we have to differentiate between best villain and biggest bell end. So (laughs) these are the best bad guys. The baddies, and we think Mm. they're the best at it. Previous winners, Betty. Now, I know that one. (laughs) 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 Mayor Vaughn from Jaws, the all-time cinema villain. John Doe in Seven, and then Quaritch from Avatar. 
this season's nominees. Bricktop and Snatch, Dante and Fast X, Dominic Toretto from The Fast and the Furious, Ghostface and Scream, The Lion and Beast, Merriman from Den of Thieves, and well, Stranix from Under Siege, and the Xenomorph from Alien 3, or whatever you want to call oh. it, the Alien and Alien 3. To me this time? Bruce. Bruce. <sighs> this one is tough. Best bad guy. Honorable mention the lion. Honorable mention. So I've got my three. Bronze Merriman. Silver Stranix from Under Siege. Because Tommy Lee Jones was the best thing in that film. I very much enjoyed him. But enjoyable bad guys. Bricktop for me is a really enjoyable good bad guy. So Uncle Prep. And I really want you still want him to get it in the end. So it's good that he does. So Brick tops my goals, Chris. Um, uh, right, my silver is the eh, my silver, my bronze is the line. That's the first the one the whole night. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I have close final hit me. The silver is Stranix from Under Siege, but Dante from Fastex gets my gold. I absolutely fucking loved him in that film. You guys are hypnotized by Dante, I think. <laughs> Can you blame me? He's so charismatic and. I don't know, like everything larger than life. It's just brilliant. <laughs> Andy, I'm going for Xenomorph Bronze. I thought did oh, I not okay. win it for? Oh no, it has won it, but it was nominated for every other Alien film. Yeah, I'm I going think, so. I think it never wins though. <laughs> Ghostface for Silver because you never knew who the killer is. It's a bit overlooked here, Ghostface. That's yeah, my honourable honourable mention. mention, Ghostface. Yeah. And a hundred percent. Agree with Chris, Dante, <laughs> Fast and Furious, Jason Momoa, what a villain. How many bad guys just sit there stroking guns and be like, let's just shoot each other, why not? And, pa- and painting nails. <laughs> the dead guy. <laughs> the dead what a villain. Guy. That, seems that is evil. That <laughs> weekend's advice thing was brilliant. He's just like, hold your tie, I'll get to you. Just, just talk to the other guy. That is a villain right there. So he is the best villain. I want to know how biggest... he's going to get invited to a barbecue, though. <laughs> yeah. Biggest bellend is next. So, this is the difference. Previous bellends. John Hammond from Jurassic Park and that one bitchy customer from Waiting, which is uh, kind of against. She was not a good villain, necessarily, but yeah. She was she a bellend. Nominees. But... Bellend. Biggest bellend. Big Nick O'Brien from <laughs> Den of Thieves. The deaf guy in the human race. Dusty in Just Friends, Krill in Under Siege, Lou from 80 for Brady for all the lies that she told, Richie in From Dusty of Dawn, Stu in Scream, and then Vince from Fast and the Furious. They are our bellends. Who is the biggest? Um, right, so my... That's me, I think, isn't it? Go ahead. Yeah, fuck it. So, my bronze... I'm going to give it to uh, Vince from Fast and the Furious because he was a prick. My silver, I'm going to give it to Krill from Under Siege because he just turned against his entire platoon or whatever they're called. He's... And it was generally just a bell end as well. The yeah. whole cross-dressing thing really. <laughs> but the deaf guy from whom he was against it because he got really super rapey all because he thought they were going to die. Yeah. Hey, Andy. 
Uh, I'm going to go for bronze, Steve from Scream, because I can't even remember what his motivation was. He, he wild card. That was his Yeah, he was he just took general. There you go. So that's why I see his Krill, Silver all day long. But 100%, I mean, I had the subtitles and it made it even more creepy. The deaf guy from Human Race mm. gets gold all day long. Hey. Uh, I think I might have won it for him, to be honest. My honorable mention is Lou from 80 for Brady. You hate like, her. It's more that I've, yeah, I've got tickets to the Super Bowl, <laughs> which well, I won tickets. She didn't. She hadn't won the competition. Oh, I got them anyway, which were fakes off eBay and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, oh, I just could have just said, no, we didn't win. So, yeah, she's honorable mention. My three, I'm voting for Deaf Guy, so he's winning it. So, <laughs> I'm giving him a bronze because he's won it. But Krill gets my silver, it's not enough. But Stu from Scream, as I laid out on the podcast on that episode, I would just not want to be around him. And that was what makes him the belly. Like, as me and Chris role-played, it was like, is Stu coming tonight? Yes, he's going, oh, I don't want to go if he's going to be there. Like, is that kind of guy I wouldn't want to go to the social occasion because Stu was there. So, yeah. But Def Guy, I was yes. thinking about your Lou thing. She made a big deal about Sally Field losing the tickets when she knew fine well that they were fake. Yeah, well, she, well, she didn't know well that she fake. just got them off eBay. Yeah, she didn't know yeah. they were fake. Oh, yeah, she just, oh, okay. She knew she, she just the whole time had won them in a competition. She claimed, but she oh. thought she'd bought them. But she's got to get herself up to platinum there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Deaf Guy for everything that he goes through and uh, and what do you call it? He's definitely the biggest. Rapes his mate. Well, the final to. award for us to vote on. We did the Hall of Fame later, but the final award of the evening: worst plan. We do love a good complaint complaining about plans. Mm. Previous bad plans. Poisoning Chev Chelios and Crank rather than just killing him when you Stupid. had him right there. The Mortal Kombat tournament as a way of deciding anything, really. Why give them a chance when you have these otherworldly powers? The curse of the mummy, however that all played out and how to uncurse him and recurse him and all that stuff from, from the original mummy. Going to the planet and aliens in the first place, just stay away from the place. I'm going to take his face off. <laughs> says it all, really. And then Police Academy 3, is that what it was? Or, oh, for jumping control. jumping out of a plane without a parachute. I think, <laughs> was that our main man, Tackleberry? Yeah, Tackleberry. <laughs> yeah, so that one, they're all bad plans. So this season, bad plan nominees. Jump off a plane with no parachute. <laughs> yeah, one that one. Billy fatally injures Stu before they complete their plan in Scream. Digging up the mummy to kill the Scorpion King, which he was absolutely incapable of doing in The Mummy Returns. Hunting a lion alone in the dark, neck deep in crocodile-infested <laughs> waters, like Idris Elba does in Beast. Mm. The Ringer. Instead of just firing Stavi, which he's asked to do, he hires him as a gardener, and then he chops his fingers off, and then he <laughs> feels like he has to enter the Special Olympics to, and all that sort of stuff. Jesse gambles his dad's car against notorious Johnny Tran, despite not knowing what on earth was going on inside Johnny Tran's engine. That's with his super specific. Well, it was a terrible. <laughs> it's the end of Jesse, basically. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to race Johnny Tran. It's like, well, he's got super duper nos. Ah, uh, we don't know that. I'm going to bet this car, and then he drives off and doesn't actually pay. Next one, lying about winning Super Bowl tickets and mortgaging everything to buy fakes off of eBay in 80 for Brady. Plan them. Signing up for a mission to Mars over Skype in Space Oddity. And last one, that shirt chain dangling <laughs> plan and the execution of in Cube, where they just, oh, I don't know what they were trying to achieve and definitely not the way they were trying to do it. 
What's planning on this? All right, I'm going. Go. Bronze, short chain, cube. Mm-hmm. Didn't make sense. Fatally stabbing Stu, scream. However, it is the stupidest plan here. Digging up an ancient mummy to defeat the Scorpion King, and he was pretty shit at it anyway. It's really bad. This, I think, is the award I've got the hardest time picking here. I have them. Um, Marked basically every award prior to this is what I think, and I don't know with this one because they're all really, really bad. Right, Super Bowl tickets has to get mentioned, so that's my bronze. <laughs> Hunting the line alone, neck deep, crocodile, blah blah blah. <laughs> that's my silver, but I'm giving my gold to Billy and Stu. You do have an affinity for the beast. <laughs> I don't know if I do. I, I don't know. That's a terrible idea, though. It's just him going into the water was a bad idea. You don't think so, digging yeah. up a fucking ancient mummy to defeat another fucking ancient creature was a stupid idea? Yes, I do think that as well, but it's hard <laughs> to pick. Oral mentions <laughs> to all the rest. Chris? <laughs> See, I'm going to give the mummy an honorable mention because in the first film, he was quite powerful and could do stuff. He was just utterly useless in the second film. It's, some, it's still, it's still a human. Humans resurrecting anything's a bad idea. Yeah. Was he neutered because he did have his penis attached or something? Let's, could, let's resurrect two things. Well, I don't know. Fucking my bronze. Suck me sideways. This is difficult. Um, I'll give it to lie about the Super Bowl tickets. Uh, my silver, I am going to give it to. So sign up for a space mission over Skype. <laughs> a bad one. Like, I don't even know if it's real or not. Yeah. And my gold... Oh, Jesus Christ. Do you know what? I'm going to give it to hunting a lion alone in the dark and neck deep crocodile infested water because that is the ultimate stupidest idea. So, you right. literally just saw a crocodile go past it. Like, On your logic here, you would rather sign up to a space mission to murder Skype, which you can just cancel rather than resurrecting two fucking ancient beings to try and fight it out and deathmatch style. Yeah. <laughs> That's just a stupid uh, idea. We have a draw again, Andy. For fuck's sake. We just this cannot. Is... This season is so even, this entire season. I bet the Oscars don't do this. No. Right, I'm doing uh, 1,000. Oh, my God. So the first 500 is Billy and Stu, and then 501 up is the hunting the lion. Oh, do you see it? Yep. Boom. So that's the it's upper end. Lion, being hunt, hunting a lion alone in the dark, neck deep in crocodile infested waters <laughs> is the winner. I'm Beast. still saying fucking resurrecting two mummies is a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. Very bad idea. Right, that's it. No more voting on awards. The final award for this evening only is best film of the season. The top five. It says a lot about the top five that <laughs> A film that got six out of ten is the fifth best movie. Oh, Jesus. So the fifth best movie of the season, selected by Chris. A seven from Andy, a seven from Chris, and a five from me. Under Siege is the fifth best movie. Absolute banger. I'll accept that. That sounds like it should be a... Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Fifth best. I think it works. That's fine. Where that is. The next one has a seven, though. So an Andy selection. A 7 out of 10, the fourth best movie of the season. Chris gave it an 8, one of his highest rated of the season. The Fast and the Furious is our fourth best movie of the season. Classic. Next, the same score 
overall as Fast and the Furious, but on tiebreakers means it's the third best. A 7 out of 10, selected by Chris, Alien 3 is our mm -hmm. third best of the season. And then ahead of that, this one's definitely second. A 7 out of 10 still, all 7s across the board, selected by me, Scream is the second best movie of the season. And then the winner, the only film to get 8 out of 10, Chris's highest rated of the season. I also oh, gave it an 8. highest rated the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, not quite. I also gave it an 8, and Andy gave it a 7. I think a surprise winner out of nowhere, Beverly Hills Cop. Holy best shit. Best film of season seven. Out of nowhere. Chris out of nowhere. I never picked it. Did you say I picked no, it? I pick, so I picked it. Oh. I picked it. Uh, yeah, my, I don't see who I picked it. It was my selection. Yeah. So I got oh. a pop top too. I'm well happy with my, my picks this year. <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop, an eight out of ten. I think in some seasons wouldn't even crack the top three in eight out of ten. Oh. So uh, a very even... Even Stephen kind of award. But yeah, Beverly Hills Cop ahead of Scream is the best. I think it's because basically we couldn't fault Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. It's just perfect at what it wants to be. I'd so never seen even, that the first Even Racer have been up there a bit more. Lucky number slave would be up there if you weren't such a savage and gave it a that one. That film was gobshite. That was but the one thing people... Space Odyssey, yet you rated that higher. Yeah. yeah, seventh best of the season was snuck at number seven. Lucky at number seven, which me and Chris scored. We together scored at the same as Beverly Hills Cop, but Andy gave Beverly Hills Cop a seven and gave Lucky at number seven a one. Right. <laughs> so that was the difference there. Right. So, so the smack dab in the middle of the table was Beast. It was five five five. That was the <laughs> middle film at five 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 of the whole season. I gotta give a uh, lot of fives this year. I'm trying to think. I don't think I crossed but one 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 from Andy for lucky number seven. One one sorry, two ones from me, Cube and the Human Race, and Chris's lowest was a two for Space Oddity. Andy one gave a nine. One nine Andy gave to Fast Ten. Oh, I gave one nine to Snatch. Uh, and then Chris gave his highest was an eight to Beverly Hills Cop, Fast and the Furious, Lucky Number Seven, and Just Friends. Oh, eights. <laughs> Chris has a very, very nice uh, score this year. Yeah. I mean I gave a few eights. I can't well, believe he's hating just friends as well. That that shocked me to my core. I give it a Sean three. does not agree with either one of you, isn't that, by the way? <laughs> He's outraged as well. Well, that's it for the awards for the season, but we still have to add to the Temple Podcast Hall of Fame. I've got the old Hall of Famers are all here with me. I've got yeah. I'm sorry, I remember who won them in the Ra past. Bush. I've got, who else have I got? I've got Ryan Reynolds. I forgot you. Yeah. Here. So these various other Hall of Famers, they're not on the wall behind me tonight, uh, but they're all here. So joining the Hall of Fame, Jeff Anderson was our most recent entrant, I think. If I remember rightly. Anyway, uh, I think he was the last one. Carrie Fisher was there as well. I think that's everybody. But our, our new seventh entrant has to be decided on. We discussed this a little bit over message earlier on. Andy basically took away his opinion. So I put yeah. together what I think kind of cross what Chris thinks. And I've come up with five people who I think could be in the Hall of Fame. And this is a discussion. We have to find a winner who is most deserving of being in the Hall of Fame. Alphabetical order for our possible Hall of Famers. Brian Cox, who won a pointy earlier on. He was in Braveheart a couple of seasons ago, and then he was most underused this season in A Shot nice. of Glory and was also underused in, a, in the, the Ringer as well. And we love Brian Cox. He's great. And as Andy mentioned earlier on, he's underused in absolutely everything like that. And he, he'll pop up again, I'm sure. But Brian Cox, potential. Bruce Willis, a previous potential Hall of Famer, because he's been in the fifth element, Beavis and Butthead, look who's talking Die Hard, the Expendables, and now Lucky Number Slevin as well. And we love Bruce Willis, so he's a possible. Jason Statham, 
He was in Crank, The Expendables, but this season he was in Snatch and Fast 10 for a scene, which I think that's pretty much the criteria. You have to at least be in three films now. Dinklage got in, and I think that was a mistake. (laughs) So I think think Viavell's got in by just to the fact that Andy loved him so much. Yeah. He hadn't even been in a film properly. There has to be real significance outside of the films you're in. Otherwise, if you make three appearances, you're in the running. So Statham was the snatch and a bit of Fast 10 this year. Tom Woodruff Jr. makes it in as a nominee as we our minds were blown this year and we found out that he'd been in Mortal <laughs> Kombat, Aliens, Tremors, Alien 3, Prey, Evolution, and Alien 3. He's up there. And I thought he was like just going to be like an alien, but he actually does play bits and bobs as well. He's not just big guy who's in a suit. So Tom Woodruff Jr., he gets nominated. And a final one, Vin Diesel, the final nominee. Triple uh, X he was in, but this season, basically the main character in the Fast and Furious and Fast 10. And Andy mentions Vin Diesel on a regular basis. And I think Fast 10's hurt his chances because he was screwed really, I think it did. I really do think he's shit in it. So, Diesel, Woodruff, Statham, Willis Cox, they are our nominees. Any thoughts, guys? I've got one Bruce clear winner, Bruce Willis. Yeah. I think he's the standout, really, isn't he? Yeah. He, he probably should it. already... I don't think he's done either. I think he's going to pop up in another three or oh, four 100%. films. He, he is our character. He's he's every single film since the 1980s. I, he's the why you've you seen every film since Die Hard. He's, yep. he, yeah, he started it. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, on that basis, he has to be in. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I've seen every film since Die Hard. Yeah, Bruce Willis, welcome... <laughs> Welcome to the club. Welcome to the Hall of Fame. Ten foot podcast Hall of Famer. And yes, he will definitely show up again. Undoubtedly. We've been really sexist. Until... Do we have any females in this Hall of Fame yet? Uh, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Ask her. Okay. Because okay. she was in every film for about a month. Yeah, she was. <laughs> I was tempted so she... to go under Weaver, but she's only going to appear again in at least the next Aliens film and possibly Ghostbusters. And that I can't that was... see her appearing in anything else. She was the last one that didn't make the cut. Was to go Karen to Woods. But yeah, we will do Ghostbusters, and when that happens, that might that might be it. And then, uh, presumably, we'll do Alien Resurrection, presumably. But yeah, I think this is the year for Willis. He was only in Lucky Number Slivin, but he managed to slip by. Probably he was one of my favourite characters in Lucky Number Slivin. I hate that film, but he yeah. was pretty good. I reckon he lost out to Dinklage or Reynolds. I can't remember for a fact. But he, he unjustly was kept out, so I think it's only fair. Bruce Willis is our seventh guy in the Hall of Fame. Well done, Bruce. Thank you. Yay! That's it for the awards. But season eight (laughs) is right around the corner. And we discussed before the podcast what we're going to do, but I actually forgotten who's picking first and what we decided on that. I think Chris said he was up for it, or you were up for it. It's me or Chris. I've got a a choice of seven films here. So Which one of you has got the better pick? I'm literally going for a summer film, so I don't know whether you want that to come first. I'm going for a film I haven't seen before, but has been incepted into my brain at least more than once. Oh, I'm going for a film that I haven't seen before, but I oh. think I've seen like a sequel of it. Between me and Bruce, one and two. No, I'm, I like I like the like, idea of Andy picks. I'm gonna like pick that. between, right? So basically Mine's a comedy. So right, yours is a comedy. Uh, right, I'm gonna ask three questions. Right, so, okay. right, okay. So three questions. So question number one was Yeah, have you seen it before? Which you basically said no, Bruce has seen a Neither sequel. Of us have. Question two, we'll go with what genre is it? You're both saying comedy. comedy. I, yeah, I think it's a comedy. <laughs> oh God, no. I'm intrigued by his. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, right, so I'm going to base it on the fact whoever's 
the oldest film I'm going to pick. So what year did right. your film come out, Chris? I know mine. Mine Jesus. was 2001. 2001 was before that, I think. Right, okay, so it's oh, I need to double confirm it, Chris. Yeah. Hold yeah, on. If it's, if it's before 2001, I'm going for you. And then Bruce will be next. I want to say I'll it's the 90s. So let me just double check. Is it before Mine's is 98. Right. Ooh. Chris, Chris is the winner. 98. Chris, you pick. Tell us what it is. What we're starting the season with. Uh, it's been accepted into my mind more than once by you, Bruce. Oh, and also from a podcast, it keeps getting mentioned. My pick is The Big Lebowski. Oh, fantastic. A film I've never seen before. How have you never really? seen The Big Lebowski? I've seen bits of it. I've seen memes from John Tortora with his snake hips after bowling. But I've never seen the entire film. Oh, put, it, put it this way, two of our viewers are going to be well pissed. Two? Okay. I'm trying to think, this might be on... <laughs> it's <Chantilla>. this... <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one Andy, yeah. <laughs> this might be from my plan. I might have tried picking... Because I see, I've already picked the next three seasons worth of films in my mind. So I might already have this planned out. Ugh, it's mentioned really. more than once in the Sunny podcast. Oh. You mentioned the Big Lebowski. <laughs> And you've dropped it more than once as well. You keep saying this is one of your favourite films. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking see that. I'm going to have to now change my 12th pick from now because that was going to be the big Lebowski. <laughs> 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 God. So there you have it, as I always say at this point. The Big Lebowski, 1998. One of the most cult favourite films in the history of films. I've got it on Blu-ray. I can see it with my balls over here. So I'll be watching that. Uh, and you've all got, we think... Seven to 14 days, maybe a week, to see it. And it'll pop up on one of the video channels, one of the podcasts somewhere. Type in Template Podcast and you'll find The Big Lebowski. Start Season 8 on the 10-Point Podcast.